convinced that DJ quit. This song don't give a damn. You can't sing or dance to it, can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant. All right, well, with that, we all know what that is. That's the sound of another episode of Off the Rails Podcast coming to your ear holes. I am your host, Noah, and as always, I'm joined by. Bubba. <laughs> Dramatic pause, Sean. Yes, and on tonight's episode, we will be running our special Monsters episode. We will meet a real monster of an actor. We will give you another Mount Rushmore, and we will provide you with the latest bibs. Please, uh, plus we have another edition of the mailbag. Hashtag bibs. Hashtag bibs. Oh, sorry. Yeah, correct. I'm sorry. You're correct. <laughs> please. Be mindful bibs. of the social media, please. I apologize. Hashtag bibs. Uh, but before we get started and do any of that, we always, we always end up at the same place, right? Yes. Should we knock on the door, make sure we can get into... OG Taste Tasting. Come on in. Come into the tasting room. Oh, thank is. you, sir. Oh, oh well, well, you need to know that we have a, we have a special guest with us today, Sean. How rude. Yes. Uh, <laughs> famed movie actor. Well, maybe not famed yet, but close to being famed. On his movie way. Actor. On his way. Alan Maxson is here with us. Alan, thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, we're going we're gonna to talk to you in a minute about your career and everything, but if you want to tell everybody about a little bit about yourself, just to give the listener a, you know... A little brief synopsis of who you are and why you're here? I'm an actor that specializes in monster and creature performance, usually under prosthetics and makeup. But today, I'm going to be drinking with these crazy fools. You're looking good in nice. your prosthetics tonight, by the way. I just want everybody to know. I wear prosthetics to look better as yes. a human. Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the tasting room. <laughs> yes. You Don't get comfortable because it doesn't stay open very long. No, no. This, oh, yeah, we're, yeah, it's very abrupt when we get, when we get, when, when yeah. we get kicked out of the tasting room. It's very abrupt. Yes. So right. just be prepared. Be You're going to get kicked out. Be prepared for the cold boot. So brought to us, brought to us. By always, by Icon Beverages and Cigars yes. in beautiful Cypress, California. Yes. Do we have any of those cigars here? We don't. We do not. Yeah. We do not. We haven't, you know. No cigar tasting. No, we have not done cigars yet. We On need my to, return. Scotch and cigar We're tasting. It. Yeah. <laughs> that could happen. Yeah. We have a drunk show coming up. The, the, okay. the St. Patrick's Day. Show. The St. Patrick's Day episode's coming, Bubba. Yeah, are you I, prepped yet? How, are you how, would prepped? You, how would you prep for that? You better get prepped because it's <laughs> Buckle happening. Up. Lots Buckle of up. Buckle up, big boy. It's happening. <laughs> Maybe we'll do cigars when we do that. That's a good idea. That'll, that'll help. You're welcome. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Already providing us with content. I love it. Sean, what are we drinking tonight? We are drinking a Firestone 2016 Vintage Hell Dorado Blonde Barley Wine Ale. You will, Noah, you'll think this is 24 IBUs, so not too, not too uh, sharp yeah, there. You yeah, look, no. You're going to like this, I I'm, think. Yeah, I like that. I'm not uh, a, we all with, know I'm not a hop guy. With an ABV of 11.8, just like you guys like it. Session beer. Session. Jesus. This is a session right there. Yeah. So, not uh, a session. <laughs> yeah, Firestone just opened up a uh, brewery down in, uh, oh, God, where is it? Venice. Oh, yeah, oh really? Yeah, a few months ago, so. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, we should take a road trip. An actual, like an actual working brewery? Yes. Wow. Okay. I did yeah. not know that they opened one up. An on location. On location. Again, that's not a bad thing. I think he's only been on the show for like five minutes. We have a new producer. I love this. This is great. You're hired. I we, like yeah, it. we needed a producer. Now we got one. I love it. So I don't know if you remember, but we did have a Firestone on the night of the draft. We had a Firestone uh, series like this. They call this their. 
Proprietor Vintage series. And we had one of those. Uh, we had another barley wine from there. It was right before the poker game. Okay. You remember that. You were there. I vaguely remember Vague. that because really I was good. pretty drunk. But yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. So I'll let's, take your uh, word for it. We also did the Wookie Jack from Firestone. We made our own. We made black our and own tan. black yes. and tan with right. the Wookie oh. and the uh, Captain Jack. Or they are they are discontinuing the Wookie Jack. This is it. You get it while you can because it's no it's more. Gone it's gone. It's oh, gone. Well, we should probably. Yeah. Is it actually called the Wookie Jack, or is yes. that your guys' nickname? No, for it's it? called the Wookie yeah. Jack. Awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. Firestone yeah, Wookie Jack. And what did we mix it with? It was. We mixed it with the Double Jack. The Double Jack. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. Whatever we did, we, we should maybe recreate that before it goes away. Okay. Maybe on the maybe on the drunk episode. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day coming to your ear. Well, farewell. <laughs> Bubba, why do you keep looking at me? Bubba is ready for the drunk episode. You, I don't know why. I don't know why you need my approval for that. Because it just makes you nervous, and it makes for better podcasting. Uh, I don't no, know. I'm fine. A S T M O. A S the A the A L A N M A X S O N the Alan Maxon. Oh, okay. It's a joke. Don't worry. You yeah. so appearance. It's a, it's a bad we, joke, and we sandbag it every episode. Yeah, they don't, they, they stopped it selling it like eight episodes ago. This is so. a nice coppery color here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me um, put it up there. Oh, and it yes. comes in a box. It's got to be good. Yeah, it, it, it come did in come box. in a fancy box, which yeah. I was like champagne. Well, maybe like, not fancy, but it did. You know, yeah. most beers don't come in their own box. They do so. give this a vintage. I didn't let it set very long. Maybe two months. Well, that's, two months is good. You could hang in the on beer this. Probably, you could probably hang on this five years before you really have to drink it. But so I, gold, I can't wait that long. Golden appearance. I'm saying a little more mm-hmm. coppery. You think it's golden? Well, it's Dark hard in this lighting. It's hard in the yeah, lighting. It's got a very tell, sweet smell to it. Yeah, it's smell the lacing and eh, not strong. The lacing, lacing is not that good. Not yeah. compared to some of the beers we've had. I mean, there's that's definite true. lacing there, but right. it's and not, not minimal head. Minimal head there. Hardly. We usually like more head, don't we? We do. Head is good. Head is real good. It keeps flavors. Woo, doggy. That smells good, man. It smells sweet. It smells very boozy. I smell, I smell all the oak in there. Almost, I smell some apricot. Almost like butterscotchy. Too. Like Ooh, toffee, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, to the taste. taste. To the tasting. Salute. Oof, that's good. I like that. Yeah, that has a definite boozy, boozy taste to it. Mm-hmm. That definitely is, it's almost... Well, you get the bourbon on the back end there. And it smells better after it's in your mouth. It yeah. tastes like burning. <laughs> <laughs> Are you drinking the same thing as us? Yeah. Oh, it does. Yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't you just drink some vodka last night? Didn't I you? did. So this should be right up your alley, it's right? Got, it's it's got right. some heat there on that was the a every once. That's a every yeah. once in a while type thing. I don't do that too often. It definitely has some heat. I'm definitely tasting some of that. It tastes almost like toffee or nougat or something. I'm, really, yeah. I'm starting to really like the... Uh, the bourbon aged, the bourbon barrel aged beers that they're coming out with more and more. I love it. I just had during the holiday season. Yes. I had a pumpkin ale that was aged in bourbon barrels. Ooh, that's like the biological one we had on the Halloween show. It was, show. Yeah, yeah, it was like that one, but right. this was a different. This was yeah. uh, it was called Pinchy Pinchy Jeek Pinchy Cheek. It was no Pinchy Jeek J E E K. Okay. And it was I just got it because it was like it was because I, I was. Pumpkin. It was holiday, so I'm like, well, I'll try it. What brewery was it? Uh, I'd have to look it Never, up, but okay. it was. It, they still have it. I, they actually had it tonight when I was at the uh, at the market when I was buying my beer tonight, and uh, they still had a couple bottles. But it was really good. But I like the Ooh. I like the back end with the where you get that bourbon, you know, that heat from the bourbon barrel. Uh, the oh aging. yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And and most of these beers aren't very hoppy. No, 
So you get you get a really good strong flavor, good alcohol level. Yeah, I'm liking these beers. Thank peachy you for bringing jink, this. Peachy Jink Barrel, Anderson Valley Brewing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to try that. That's the one. It's very good. Yeah, I highly recommend. Yeah, it to most of these uh, barrel aged are either barley wines or uh, stouts yeah. orders. Yeah. Yeah. You no, they got it from that Mexican brewery. It's uh, <laughs> Pinche Cabron. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I got it south of the border. <laughs> Does anyone else notice a like a sugary coating film that it leaves in the room? Yeah, that's the mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's the that's, that's the next one. That's the mouthfeel. Yeah. It is a little medium, and you can see. Uh, yeah, it's much, it's much thicker than it looks. I think it's yeah. like like you say, yep. it's a little syrupy. Yeah, it looks yeah. a lot. It looks it looks like it's going to be a crisp finish, but it is definitely a more of a creamy finish. It, it almost has like, like a mead feel to it. Mouth, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. Yeah. yeah, totally agree with that. It definitely has a mead, a mead vibe. Do we have any yeah. mead horns we could pour it in? No, I wish we did. You <laughs> have one at home. <laughs> have one at home? My sister nice. bought me one. Yes. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it definitely has like a mead. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Not as thick, but pretty like a light mead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah but way more boozy. Yes. Mm. All right, so the Good last bit of this on the scale is the overall. Overall, I'm how many say, bottle caps? Uh, I'm gonna say four point five three. Mm. Okay, four point five three. That's solid. a solid ranking yeah. in the uh, bottle. Out so, of five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the ra- yeah the ranking scales from five up to five bottle caps, and uh, we don't rank the beers. We just drink them and give our. But he gives the official ranking. He's yeah. our beer. It is his tasting room. That's right. Sean is our all around. Uh, uh, expert on adult beverages and all related <laughs> yes. uh, questions. Yes. I now, see and now, why. And now that weed is 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 uh, is uh, is now legal in California, correct? He, he could he could partake in that now. We could we could do maybe we could do cigars and weed. We could do a weed corner. What about That's what about blood. the stoned episode? Uh, Four twenty. Our stoned episode. We could is do that. Up. You know what? That's a good idea. I think there'd be so a lot of silent moments. We'll do that on April. <laughs> so we have the drunk episode in March and the stoned episode in April. I'm we down. gotta have a special guest for that show. Okay. <laughs> Sure. We'll have a couple special guests. Yeah. Well, I play the Ginger Dead Man in Evil Bong, so... There, there you go. He's angling to come back for that he's movie. Already, he wants to come back. Very, already, I have very specific questions when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, he's already hitting one of my questions. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, we have lots of questions for Alan, so... Well, uh, questions cost extra, so... Oh, well, oh, wow. we gave you beer. What else do you want, yeah. man? Jeez. Fine, fine, fine. Ask Good God. I appreciate you giving us the idea of smoking cigars, right. but come on. Answer our, not everybody answer our question. Uh, everybody out. There it goes. There, you go. there it is. The cold booze. Shoes us right out. Let's go. All right, well, that was the tasting room. <laughs> hope you enjoyed it out. It's, it's, you know, like I said, it was very quick, but... You get in, you get out, you get to drink your beer, your little taste of beer, and quick but pleasure. You move on. Yeah, yes. Don't don't let the draft out. Close there the door quickly. There goes the, the raw general manager. All's good. Yeah. We've got a lot of questions we've got to get to. Okay. Well, <laughs> yes, that is correct. We do. So, uh, before we get into that, uh, we did have a, li- a mailbag question from a, from a listener. All right. So let's jump into that, uh, Ben, from West Covina, California. Oh, local. Nice. Yeah, he's local. Yeah, oh, yeah. Nice. He writes in, uh, my buddies and I were completely engrossed in Westworld. Uh, that's the HBO show that they just had. They just I watched watched the whole series. You did? Okay. Oh, I didn't watch any of it, but I'm aware of it. Uh, and so he says that they were engrossed in Westworld, and we always end up arguing over the exact same question. If you copulate with one of the host robots, are you masturbating or having sex? 
one half of the room argues that it's sex because the hosts can experience emotions and uh, therefore they're capable of making love with real people. The other half say it is it isn't because the hosts are made out of symbiotic material. Symbiotic we need your help material. off the rails mm. podcast. Wow. Which is it? So wow, that's tough. Sean, you said you watched. I did. World. I did watch it. Yes. Were the people having sex with robots? Were they actually having sex, or were they just? God, I mean, it, were they just masturbating with a with a with a robot? I think. Well, yeah, that's a good question. That's tough. That's why he asked. That's why that's Ben Ben question. wants an answer. Because on the show, I mean, you know, you go into the park, and and the humans are copulating with with the robots, and at the same time. When they fix the robots in the little, you know, they have their little medic station, right? Because they all, they get shot all the time, the hosts. And uh, the actual, like, I guess the technicians were trying to get in on some of that too while the robots were in there. So that was, yeah, it was huh. kind of crazy. They were trying to have sex. Oh, they were. They, they were. were. Oh, they were, Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, so. Spoiler alert, Spoiler by the way, alert. if you haven't yeah. watched yeah. the show. but yeah. I've, only seen, I've only seen the first yeah. episode, so I do not, I have not gotten that far. They had. They didn't have any sex with the robots There's on the There's a lot of episode. nudity in that show oh, yeah. because the robots just sit around naked. Yeah, yeah. Robots exactly. They're a robot, right? That's right. great. If yeah. I had a robot, it would not have clothes They're on. They're just all sitting well, around Unless it was a male, they would have lots of clothes on. But if it was a female robot, fantastic. would be naked. Because they're really humans. I mean, they're not really robots so it's good well they're robots well i guess the answer to that question would be do you consider having sex with a blow-up doll masturbation right well whatever your answer is for that should be the same answer right yeah i agree and that's definitely masturbation no, definitely. Yeah. yeah, he went you from sound, not. You sound from, so secure. He went that. from not sure <laughs> to definitely. No, I'm with that. Him like that. Yeah, that was like, take much. <laughs> once you put it that way, that's yeah. just that's, take much for you to. Flip I mean, once switch. he puts it's, it that way, that's yeah. That's, I feel like you had some yeah. real world experience to no to put no. your mind to. No, that. no. sure. <laughs> no yeah. blow up sheep or anything. No, you sure? Okay. I don't know, man. I like I said, I've only seen one episode of that show, and. I kind of just assumed that people were having sex with the robots because they robots. look like robots. You just call them robots. What are you, of course. What are you from 1950? Right. <laughs> Did you just call them robots? Yes. I'm not a. I'm not an expert. There's our. I. I feel the next mailbag question. Why the fuck did you call him robots? I'll tell you, I've heard that before. Yeah. You have. Yes. John Robinson in Lost in Space called them robots. Yes. Rod, you sound so sure. Rod Serling like, called them robots. Yep. I'm gonna call them robots. That's what it Rod Serling, yeah. Irwin Allen. Have you yep. ever heard yep. anybody? Call, I've never heard robots. anybody call them robots. Yeah, I can't pinpoint it, but it's not. I don't think it's the first time I've heard it. Hmm. Okay, so okay, so what were you, <laughs> what were you saying about the robots? Well, I said like, I'm not a, you know, I'm not an an expert in the future sex robots or anything like that, but I think that, uh, I think that it's. Uh, as Alan said, it's like no different than a blow-up doll. I yeah. mean, I've seen the show. It did. It didn't grab me. I'll give it a couple more episodes to kind of see what happens. How'd you want it to grab you? Well, Bonk. well, you wanted not the robot a, to grab you. Yeah, <laughs> not in. A, I mean, I hear all this stuff. Like Sean's always talking about how Game of Thrones is like the. The, the loads of medieval sex and whatnot. Yes. So, so you I, were looking for robot sex. I was looking for some. Well, I don't know what I was looking for because <laughs> I didn't. So first off, I didn't had no idea what the show was about when it started. Yeah. So in the middle of the thing, when they go, Haven't oh, this you seen is the fake. first one that Yul Brenner was in. Yul Brenner. That's, this is a this is a like it's a, a remake. remake. Yeah, this, this is a remake. This is, of a this is actually not a remake. This well, is, it's this is a a remake. It's based on right, but it's after. Wow. Oh, is it? Oh, oh it is after. Oh, okay. They referenced the first show Every, the whole see, time. They referenced the movie. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, see, yeah. Or never, the what was the miniseries? 
Was it a miniseries? Oh, yeah, it was, it was more than one episode. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I learned something new every so day. So you should go back and watch the original. Right. I know it's based on it. Well, I guarantee you the original. How old is the original one? You well, said the original's you, probably in the 70s. So. Yeah, late so, 70s, early so there's, 80s. There's no, uh, there's no robot fucking going on in that kind no. of show. <laughs> I can't show that. It was probably implied. That might be implied, yeah. It's definitely some implied boning, but no actual robot boning. Well, wait, wait. <laughs> robot or robot? Why well, you guys keep correcting me? What I, I didn't correct you. I'm on robot, man. I'm I haven't robot. corrected you yet. I went with robot. You went yeah. robot. I went robot. Yeah. This is uh, the robot episode. In any case, no, no, no. I agree. It's, <laughs> it's like a blow up sex doll. It's it's you're 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 not. You might not be touching it yourself, but you're definitely whacking. You know, you're. I don't okay. know if I'd call it masturbation, but I would definitely call it not sex. Yes. It's not sex. It is. Uh, it's just like fucking something. It is onanism. It is uh, <laughs> not a not a lady with you. Although, although okay, wait, but, th- but th- although in this new show that the technology had come so far, they were using you know it looked you know I, I can't remember the terminology, but I think they were using some kind of cellular structure. Well, technology is a yeah. is a like wondrous thing. Kind yeah, of. it was crazy. Well, you guys saw it. Well, I you know. But if get, you could fall, I mean, if the robots. If you could find a love, sorry, I got no robots. That's a new term. I like it. I can't believe you never heard that before. I've never heard robots before in my life. They've always been robots until tonight. So if if the robots can fall in love with you, does that make would that make it sex? Well, that was kind of the whole. Is that the determinant? I mean, can they fall in love? That was they kind can. of the whole gist they of the can. show. Is they were trying to get the the robots. To kind of like have their own thoughts instead of being programmed. Right. Right. That's always asking for trouble. Yeah. I can only assume trouble follows that. Well. Now I have a question. Do they call them robots on the show? Droids? Androids? Robots? Hosts. 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 Yeah. They never refer to them as another name other than hosts. Pretty much, yeah. They call them hosts. Yeah. Is there a derogatory term for them? Usually oh. in those shows, there's always a, like a like you know, there's Clanker. an N word. There's yeah. the N word for the robots. Like which, <laughs> what's what's an N word for a robot? I don't know. That's <laughs> I, I didn't watch the show. I don't know. But typically, oh, there's boy. like you know, yeah, no, I don't. If remember you hate the robots, no. then you yeah. have a negative no. term for them. Mm-hmm. No, I can't think of one. Huh, interesting. No. All right, all right. Well, Ben, I don't know that we uh, answered your question. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's totally jacking off. We all said we that. All, answered. all three of us did. But yeah, but you were kind of wishy-washy, and then you threw the term "robot" out, and that just <laughs> threw everybody off. So I hope Ben comes back. Well, with what's a robot your answer? Question. I never seen the show, so I couldn't. I mean, my guess is that it's masturbating because they're just sex dolls, right? Pretty much. But but if you could fall in love, and they could fall in love with you. What if they're a robot? Can they actually fall? Well, in love? I don't. That's the show. I guess it sounds like that's the basis of the show. Is they're yes. trying to make them fall in love or. Have emotions or have feelings or thoughts. They're a robot. They can simulate love, but they can't. just like Actually. just like your hand can simulate a, a lady's. I like stuff. how you threw the hand out and the, like you were yeah. throwing dice. I like yeah, that. You know what that is. <laughs> I know exactly that what is that a, is, but I like how you a, did that. That was good. That is a simulation of a lady's vajayjay. So. All right. Well, Ben, there you go. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for sending your uh, your listener mailbag question. If you have a mailbag question that you would like us to answer. Uh, about robot sex or uh, any other <laughs> topics out there. Uh, as always, you can send them to us at otrpod at gmail.com or you can reach out to us at Off The Rails Podcast. Or no, I'm sorry, at Off The Rails Pod on Twitter. Thank you. So again, uh, we are uh, joined tonight by uh, my friend Alan Maxson. Yo, yo. Who is a, he's an editor. That's how I know him. 
He uh, he's we uh, we worked together on the Queen Latifah show. Okay. Uh, when it was uh, still on the air, mm-hmm. the the second Queen Latifah show, That's right. not the original That's Queen right. Latifah show. I didn't the, know the there talk was two. Show. Yeah, there were two. I remember you were on it. But yes, I, I, we worked. One the, was in New York. One was in New York, but okay. we worked on the one that was the talk show here in L.A. Um, that was like two years ago, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Alan, as well as being an editor, he's also an actor. Who specializes in movie monsters, makeup, prosthetics, uh, portraying characters inside the makeup. So uh, as soon as we uh, we started talking about one of his movies, we wanted to do the bibs that we're going to be doing later on, Christmas right. with Cookie. Right. He's the director and the star of that. And so we thought it would be a great idea to bring him in uh, for tonight's episode. So uh, again, thank you for uh, coming in with us, Alan. You're welcome. We appreciate thank you for it. having me. Uh, so uh, the first question I had, it seems like a real basic question, but I mean, I know you as an editor, we, you know, we've had conversations, we've hung out as at working that way, but I've never really had a conversation with you or talked to you about your acting and your monster portraying or portraying monsters. So who or what inspired you to kind of dive in this? Like, I mean, obviously at an early age, I'm sure something sparked you into it. So what was your inspiration for wanting to get into this kind of thing? I've always been a performer in one way or another. Uh, when I was in high school, middle school, I was in all the plays, the musicals. Uh, high school and college, I was in a band performing live, writing my own music, performing it. And then uh, after college, I moved to L.A. and I became an editor. And I worked for about six years uh, without performing, and I was strictly doing post. And there became a point Roughly, I'd say about five years ago, where I thought to myself, I was like, I'm just not happy. I need some, I need to fulfill something that's missing. And what it was was the fact that I've always been a performer. Mm-hmm. But having lived in L.A., and anybody who lives in L.A., you know, there is a joke, everybody's an actor. <laughs> and it's because it's true. So I thought to myself, I was like, if I'm going to pursue a performing lifestyle, it's got to be, it can't just be anything. Because I don't want to just be anything. I don't want to be... Just a Joe Schmo that you see and right. take any old gig. And I I thought long and hard. I was like, my entire life, I've loved monsters. My earliest memory of watching anything is actually Hellraiser and Puppet Master. Okay. Before I remember watching any Sesame Street, any of that, it was monsters. Okay, yeah, um, okay. That's Aliens. That, that explains a yeah. lot about yeah. Alan. He's yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a lot of answers. That was a good Star question. Star Wars, Planet of the Apes, those, those are my first memories. And so I thought, you know what? My first instinct was I go because I'm also I used to draw and and I'm a, an artist with my hands as well and I thought maybe I should make monsters and I I thought about it and I was doing a lot of research because I already had a full on career as an editor and I had to say if I'm gonna make a career jump it's got to be worth it and I thought well I'm gonna go for gold if I'm making a career switch I want the best and what's better than making the monsters than being the monster. Right. So that's what I said. I was like, you know what? There, there are somebody's got to play the monster, and that's me. And it was perfect timing uh, with the the mix of right now. I'd say roughly five years ago when I started getting into it. There's a huge push for practical, oh. and practicals coming back, um, and motion capture. And so I dove headfirst into both. Took classes, pushed my way into the door. And it just snowballed from there into being that specialty. And now it's kind of what I'm known for. Yeah, that was going to be my question, too, because you bring up, I mean, this is, I mean, we're getting real deep now, but you bring up like CGI. Mm -hmm. And over the past 10 to 15 years, 
like a lot of effects, a lot of movie monsters or you know characters or creatures have been created completely 100% digitally. Yep. And the practical or the actual makeup or the the actual performers gone kind of started to go away. Yeah. So are you seeing the, the it kind of coming back around? I'm seeing it come back around, but I'm not seeing CG go away. It's a clear blend. Um right now I'd have to say anything that is a film under a million dollars tends to be practical because it's lower budget and it gives them a niche in a way to market the film. Um, when it's above, they tend to blend the two. Example, The Force Awakens. There's clearly lots of practical, but there's also lots two very clearly motion-captured characters right, in it. Right, right. Um, and I think it's becoming a blend. You know, I've done a couple of shows where I actually wear a, a monster suit and then they CG in certain stuff. I played in a fan film for the Ninja Turtles, Rocksteady, and if you watch the trailer online, just Google Ninja Turtles Blood Brothers, you'll see Rocksteady is a real suit, but they CG blinks, nose breathes, and growling with his mouth, and okay, and it's a good blend right now, and I think that's where the future's heading. Okay. So for the non-Ninja Turtle fans in the audience, Rocksteady is the rhino. The rhino. The, the, with a giant machine gun. All of our yeah. listeners are, are Ninja Turtle fans, right? <laughs> yeah. No? Just making sure. Maybe? Just making sure. Okay. They've got to yeah. be. Yeah. Okay. So so a lot. So you're saying a lot of the stuff that they CGI'd, like on, on the Ninja Turtle performance, mm-hmm. are things that like maybe in the in the 70s and 80s would be a, a group of puppeteers. Correct. Like there would be a puppeteer, one yep. guy specifically. Like we talked to... Dave Barclay, who who was the head puppeteer on Star Wars, right? And he was talking about there were six people Operating controlling Jabba, Jabba the yeah. Hutt. One guy controlling the blinks, one guy controlling the mouth, yep. and two guys inside. So you're saying the things that a puppeteer would have been usually doing, like the the nose, mm-hmm. the eyes, were all just basically done via CGI. Correct, but it's not necessarily everything because even the new Star Wars movies they have animatronics in those masks. Mm-hmm. But some are also doing the opposite, where instead of animatronics, they're okay. CGIing. So it's it depends on the film, but yeah, that it's a blend happening. And now, when you do these roles, obviously a lot it's more than just the performance on film. Like you have to actually go in because I mean you're wearing a huge mask and things of that nature. So your performance is a physical performance, but then you also need to go in. Are you are you the person that's always the voice of it as well. Like, do you, do they hire you as both the actor in the suit and the voice of the character, or are they just hiring you as the actor in the suit? As of now, everything I've played, I'm also the voice. Okay. Except the most current thing I'm working on is called True Cats. It's a children's cartoon show. It's basically a parody of True uh, True Detective, but with cats. And they bust cats with, like, catnip and stuff like that. And <laughs> nice, nice chuckle. So, you know, that's, I, that's, that's, that's good. What's that's funny is I actually specific, – so I went through your IMDb before mm-hmm. I came, so I was doing a little bit of research. You know, yeah. What the a thing. stalker. Well, <laughs> you love it. I wrote a big thing. I have a, a, a question here. Ask him about true cats. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, there you well, go. well, it's just a pilot right now. Um uh-huh. But it's all motion capture. So I'm in a motion capture suit, and he has voice actors that are playing all the characters. Okay. So what happens is he has already recorded all the performers doing the dialogue, and he hits play. We build out a fake set. We put furniture, bikes, canes, things that I'll need as props. And he hits play. I listen to it, and I pantomime what a person would look like doing those doing that dialogue. Okay. 
So these cats, these will actually be t- on two legs. Yeah, they're they basically will not humans. Be, they will yeah. not be... Uh, so these are like anthropomorphic uh, cats. Correct. Another big word. This is the yeah. big word episode. <laughs> what, what was that word? I don't want to blow you away with my You're vocabulary. Blo- I, you gotta remember, you got to remember, I'm a, I'm a mouth breather. I don't know any of these words. Robots, am, anapro- whatever you just said. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, I'll try to take it I'm easy. I'm three beers you. in. You can't be using those big words. So now you... Okay, so now... You you've gone into this you head first, obviously. You you did you've dove right in the last few years. Mm-hmm. Are you are you mainly st- trying to stay as the performer, or are you actually trying to learn the the makeup, the prosthetic? Are you trying to get into both? Or are you or are you just focusing on just being the actor and and doing that side of it? Just strictly acting. Okay. Um, especially now that I've I've dove into it so head first, um, I've been taking. All sorts of classes, things you wouldn't even believe. Uh, I took mime for two years, um, voiceover, acting technique, scene study, um, improv, all of these different things. And I've been taking them nonstop. And it's a huge art. And I feel like in order for me to continue to, per- to excel and get better, which I have personally seen a... Pr- uh, a better performance on myself. I guess you guys can argue, leave some comments or email, tell them I'm wrong. But uh, we I will fe- as soon as they watch Cookie. Don't worry; it's, it's, oh. those comments are coming. Don't, don't worry. judge <laughs> off a of Cookie. But I feel like it would be too much to have to learn all that because it's it's just like being a jack of all trades and a master of none. Right. Right. You know. So I, I want to make my performance as good as it can be. Sure. Sure. So that that leads me to a question. I see one of your recent works was the raking. That the, it is right, and so you talked about how you were a performer, and then you got into editing, and you're missing something. You got a bit into acting, and you're doing all these jobs, and then you know I saw you actually won an award, a Z award. Was I did. that kind of a kind of a justification for your move from you know getting back to what you love? It was, and it it felt great. And the thing is too, you know, not only is it it's amazing to be recognized because that award was called the featured creature, right, and. Basically, it's it's an acknowledgement that a performer can show an outstanding performance even though he's covered head to toe in prosthetics. Right. Um, and I don't know where was I going with this. What was your question? <laughs> no, I mean your beer hit me pretty hard. No, but I mean, in there. I just the, yeah, welcome to our world. I hit I the mean, beer oh, wall shit. as he knocks over his mic <laughs> popper. <Yeah. laughs> you kind of answered the question. I mean, it's just kind of a justification from you know your you know you ha- obviously you had the steady gig doing post and editing, but you were missing something and you got back to doing that, and that's yep. kind of a justification for making that. Ju- hey, I made the right choice to do that. Yes. I'm happy, and 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 people are recognizing what I'm doing. And and my yeah. girlfriend tells me all yeah. the time she sees a drastic change in my personality from when we first met to now because when we first met it was you know day in day out of a sunless edit bay which no one can tell you it it gets on you especially when you sit with particular producers that don't understand what you do and all they do is scream and yell and complain and you're like just shut the f up Mm -hmm. like and it, it it took a toll on me for a while because i am more of a creative type and even though editing is creative, sometimes you're just a button pusher monkey. Yeah. Um, and Kaylee, she sees a huge difference in that because I'm, I'm just happier. I feel more free. And things when I'm editing don't bother me as much. I brush it off ten times. Right. You know you have other things going on. Exactly. Other creative outlets. Yeah. It's funny you say that, too, because when I got into editing, it was after a good – because I didn't get back into it till I was like 28. Mm-hmm. 
And the, all that time from graduation high school to 28, I was doing everything but creative. You learned editing in high school? No, I learned. Well, no, I worked at uh, I worked like for the cable company doing like uh, gotcha. like. Uh, Public access. Awesome. I was going to say, what fancy high school did you go no, to? No, no. <laughs> although, my, although our high school... We Bellflower, uh, Bellflower yeah. High School is a the the uh, elite in well, the... Uh... They do. The Bellflower <laughs> High School, actually, the last like six or seven years, they actually have a post-production wow. That's class. Awesome. You can they, take a class now and learn, That's cool. learn editing well, and post-production. Even when we were in school, I remember one of the game, the basketball games I played in, you covered one of those games, Yeah, right? no, yeah, because yeah, 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 like, when, yeah. well, when they came, yeah. when, when cool. Continental Cable, because this is back in the 80s, right. when they came into our, into our city, mm-hmm. the, the city basically said, look, you have to have a, a channel for, this, for the community. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when they did that, they were like, oh, well, we can put high school football and high school basketball games right. on our channel. Right. So they came to our drama department asking, hey, That's is awesome. there anybody that want to do it? And of course, I was a huge sports fan, still right. am. So yeah, I was yeah. like, Hell yeah. sportscaster? Yeah, I'd love, yeah, <laughs> let me do that. Absolutely. They, they right. said, you have to provide this channel to the community. And sometimes the community is me and a big, dumb, gor- <laughs> gormless, seven-foot-tall ginger named Toby Horning. Right. Yeah, no, dude. So like, they <laughs> said, hey, Toby. guys, do it. you guys do a little talk show. <laughs> I just, dude, we did, we yeah, did right. all kinds of, yeah. of public access shows, including uh, Bub and I did a, a public access show uh, where we went and covered uh, K-Rock, a, a, a uh, radio station here in, in Los yeah. Angeles. They do a Christmas uh, promotion every year, and Christmas we actually K-Rock. went – to their promotion and covered it and did a whole half hour show. I interviewed a uh, former porn star. Uh, what was her name? Tracy Lords. Tracy Lords. Yes. <laughs> yes. What? There's she, video she, exists. Yeah, there is video. Yes. Video. You can look it up online. It's I actually to... on YouTube. You can actually go look it up. No, it could. No, it did. No, it couldn't sack up. No, it couldn't sack up. He was too nervous. He was too nervous to handle it. So he yeah, they the performed. They did awesome. the. They did the, uh, the. They recreated the Twelve Days of Christmas. Okay. And she was one of the lords, okay. a leaping. Okay. And we interviewed her. We interviewed all. We had a great. It was a great day. Actually, we had her, fun. Her handlers came up to me and said, "If I so much as catch a whiff of you're going to ask a porn question, you're out of here." Oh like, yeah, so they, they, they were very strict with us, but it was fun. We had a good time. But but the moral of the story is, I did that in high school, and then when I got to college and got out of college, I was working uh, Parks and Rec. I was doing everything but creative. Right. And eventually. I just got sick of it. And my girlfriend at the time was like, well, what is it that you want to do? Like, wait, you obviously don't want to do this. So right. what is it that you want to do? And I was like, well, I really love doing television and working on it. She's like, well, go to school and take class. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I don't, she's like, both of us were like, I have no idea how to get into it. <laughs> right. But go to college and take a couple classes and see if you still love it. And even if you only do it, on a public access level, at least you're enjoying. At it. least you're having an outlet yeah. where you you know you have creative things it's going true. on. And so, I took the classes, met somebody, met somebody. Next thing I know, I'm working at a at a post house and move up the ranks. So I, I have a very similar story. Right. I haven't quite got in front of the camera yet, but you know this podcast. But it's all the gives same. Me, you know? This podcast gives me a little bit of creative outlet now totally. instead of my yeah. instead of my uh, my dingy so kids window, windowless uh, Ben bag. all you listeners. If you have a creative outlet, do it. Yes, <laughs> yes, Ben from West Covina, get out there and do your creativity. So let's so let's talk about the cost of this creativity, the makeup. Now, obviously, so like I've seen what Cookie looks like, and I've seen some of your shots from your IMDb profile and everything. So you've done a lot of different looking monsters. Some very simple, some very complicated. Some of those, how long in the makeup chair are you sitting there for yeah. that? A and B. 
how do you keep yourself sane when you're just sitting still doing nothing for that's actually one of my favorite parts about the process um usually it ranges if it's a if it's a heavy makeup ranges from four to seven hours of makeup just sitting in a chair while they put or standing like the ranking that you mentioned yeah um was head to toe so i had to stand that was wow. maybe, I think, four hours for the raking. That's rough. But it was a six to seven day shoot, so every day got faster as right. we progressed. Sure, sure. But um, I actually enjoy it. It's it's therapeutic for me. It, it's almost like a massage, especially the removal process. Because mm-hmm. the removal can take up from an hour to two hours, depending on what or who is doing it. But the removal is so therapeutic because... They're cleaning you, they're massaging you, they're slowly, because you can't just rip it off. It's, right. They're using such heavy-duty prosthetic glue that they have to use a particular remover or else your skin will be raw, especially if you're in it seven right. days back yeah, to back. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so I, I like it. There's been times where I've fallen asleep in I it. was going to ask that. Have you yeah. ever fallen asleep? <laughs> I think I would. There was once <laughs> where, so there's a thing called getting a life cast, and before they make a prosthetic, they give you a life cast. And what it is is they do a mold of your face or body. Um, just a couple weeks ago, I had a full body one done because I'm going to be in a film that has multiple characters where it's head to toe. And what they do is, so if you're getting a, a face life cast, is it's basically they plaster your entire face with just a little room to breathe either in your mouth or they leave the nostrils open. And you could be under it. I've been under one for as long as 45 minutes. And... At certain points, it can be claustrophobic. I was going to say, that's not for the, the faint at heart. No, like, not at you all. You have to be really yep. willing to be able to do that. I don't know, I don't know <laughs> that I can do that. that you, re- be... you really have to. Because if there's a moment where you feel claustrophobic, you have to. You're, it's got to be mind over matter. You have to tell yourself to slow your breathing down. Right. Because if you don't, you'll hyperventilate. And there's nowhere to hyperventilate because it's such small breathing. Right, right. Um, and that process is, is you could fall, I've fallen asleep under that before. Um, now is that safe to fall asleep in it? I mean, like, yeah, as are they long monitoring as... you. Like, I would hate to. Like... There's always someone watching. Okay. Um, usually, it's a team of people. I've done it before with only one person, um, but usually it's safest with multiple people. And there's been times where they have one person dedicated to nothing but watching your breathing. Your breathing, right? making sure that you're still breathing yep. and everything's good. I remember the the very first time I ever had life cast. The the guy who was dedicated to that is the head makeup artist. Said, you know. The only thing I want you to do is just watch his nostrils. And this guy was great. He watched my nostrils. He, he cleared it whenever anything would drip and cover it. He'd constantly touch my back and, and ask, are you okay? You, you fine? Are you comfortable? And it, I think your life is definitely something that is taken into oh, of co- well, huge of course. consideration. That's the last thing that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants a death on their, yeah. on their resume. Most makeup artists are very conscious of that because they, they do it to so many people and they know that it can be uncomfortable. Right, right? and they're professionals. I mean, exactly, That's yep. the bottom line. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, how about uh, so? You mentioned earlier Puppet Master, and I know that you also have some puppeteering uh, on that very series. So, what kind of? Uh, I mean, that's a totally different skill as well, other than you know monster acting, pantomime, and and motion capture. Uh, what was it about puppeteering that really drew, or was it the chance to be part of the Puppet Master? Uh, Series, I guess. Uh, the Puppet Master incident is particularly I wanted to be part of the series. Mm-hmm. I worked with the makeup artist who designed the puppets for Puppet Master 11. I worked with him on, I believe, two different shoots. I don't recall which ones, but 
he he was super cool and, and chill, so what I did was I contacted him and I said, oh, actually, I think I reached out to his assistant or something, and, and she put me in touch. And I just said, I'm a huge fan. Could you use a puppeteer? Because I've puppeteered for a couple different things in the past. And he said, yeah, come on board. Um, and since I'm a huge fan of the Puppet Master series, he was like, I can't pay you, but you can happily come on board. And I was like, I don't care. I want to be part of this universe. And so I came on board and... Uh, and pretty much it was a puppet wrangler. It was a lot of uh, handing the puppets back and forth, taking care of them. It wasn't as, um, you know, Muppets and Sesame Street puppeteering as you'd think. It was it was very much wrangling and and just making sure that they're the way they need to be and prepping them. It was a very crew-heavy type of scenario for that particular one. Sure. Um, but then you mentioned I did a couple others. I puppeteered for uh, Killjoy 5. Mm-hmm. And that one was because the director of Killjoy is an acquaintance of mine who I've worked on two movies and three commercials with him. And we really like each other. We like working together. And he needed someone to puppeteer for Killjoy. And I had already played two characters on Killjoy. So I was like, I'll do it. And he was willing to toss some bones my way. So I came on set. And and you'll know clearly when you see it. It's the only puppet scene. Um, and I just puppeteered with them, and we kind of collaborated, and and it was the last shot of that movie. So if you are a Killjoy fan, it's fun to know that that was the last thing that was thrown into it. And cool, cool. So now you do movies and you do commercials and things. Like that. Have mm-hmm. you done any video games? Because I know you, you said motion capture. That's a huge part of video games nowadays. I mean, they're doing a lot of motion mm-hmm. capture for. So, I mean, some of these titles are, are just epic. So have you done any video game work at all, or is that something in the future you'd like it, to get into? It's definitely in the future. I haven't yet, but I foresee it happening hopefully very soon. I mean, I'm on the, I'm on the, I know a lot of people who have done video games. I'm in that world with all those motion capture people. Um, and, as, and particularly with my voiceover work right now, I've been doing a lot of voiceover heavily right now, and um, that world is kind of combined. When I started studying mocap, Almost every person who is doing it is a voiceover actor. And so the worlds are about to collide. And I'm, I'm without a doubt, you'll hear that I've done a video game at some point. Nice. That, that was a question I was going to have because you've done all this uh, work as a, you know, a monster, so to speak. And you've been taking all these acting classes. Um, and you're talking about voiceover work. Would you ever want to make the jump to just, you know, acting, you know, from out in front of the mask instead of behind the mask? Is that something that you uh, want to do in the future? Uh, it, I actually already do it. There's, okay. There, I have quite a few things I've done at what I call human acting. Right. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> and, As opposed to robot acting. Exactly, yep. <laughs> no, I've, I've played, you know, non-prosthetic characters multiple times. A lot of the stuff my agent gets me are commercials. Okay. And most of that is... Uh, Characters without prosthetics. Sure, sure. Um, probably actually just the last, I'd say the last five or six things I've done in the last couple months were all non-prosthetics. Oh, nice. If you look on my Instagram or IMDb, I recently, just uh, last week, I had a beard that was about as thick oh, as wow. yours. <laughs> um, and I played a homeless man. Um, nice. And uh, I am not homeless. <laughs> that, that beard, you look homeless. That beard belongs on two people: homeless man and Sean. Well, my beard was a little more scraggly looking than yours. Yours looks like you may oil it. You probably I do, I do have to. Yeah, yep. 
Yeah, See, man, I, I didn't. He grooms yeah. himself. He's, I have yeah, to groom yeah, yeah. him. I have to go to work. I mean, I, you know. Right. No, you can't look homeless. No, I, I, I okay. Well, I can't look like Grizzly <laughs> Adams, though. And yes. You do. Thank you. I, I looked more like, uh, um, you'll look, if you look on IMDb and uh, Instagram, the particular picture I posted, I had this beanie on for my homeless character, and I genuinely look like Rob Zombie. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I, I play all sorts, and and I have another role coming up here in March that I'll be playing a character who he's like the the hopeless guy who tries to hit on girls and always gets turned down. He's you know the the chump that you feel sorry for, right? And I will not be the monster in that film. So, so yeah, it's definitely happening. That's awesome. All right, yeah. cool. Well, look, well, um, we're glad you're here. Thank you for being with us. <laughs> we're gonna we have a we we do a. We do a, uh, a periodic segment called Mount Rushmore, where we uh, we determine the four greatest of whatever the, the topic is. And since you were coming on, we decided uh, that we would do the Mount Rushmore of movie monsters. So that is our Mount Rushmore for this episode. So I don't know, Sean, Bubba. Well, but you know what? Let's start with Bubba because I already well, I know. I think Bubba's... I would like to see No go first. We always go first. Uh, yeah. You don't always. I don't. No I go first. No you, you always go last. No, no I've done. Okay, okay. Let's hear your thoughts. <laughs> All right, I'll go first. I already know Bubba's, but I'll go. You first. already no, know. Bubba's? I've actually changed mine. You since have I changed. Oh, yeah, okay. well, never mind. I, never. All mind. I know I is know. if Cookie is not on any of yours, you're all done for. Okay, well, I can. Unfortunately, I can pretty much guarantee you that Cookie is not going to make the Mount Rushmore of movie monsters yet. He has potential. He's there, but he's not quite there. So, uh, my okay, I I did not do any honorable mentions this this time. Okay, I, 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 we normally do honorable. I didn't have any honorable mentions. Oh wow! I probably I, there's probably a lot I I could have had, sure. but I didn't write them down. I just have the four movie monsters that I have now, and we particularly, I should say, or I was very very deliberate in not giving any parameters other than movie monsters. Sure. Because movie monsters could mean oh yeah, a hundred different things. Absolutely. But I didn't want to like, I didn't want to put any parameters right. or I just wanted to right. just lay it out there and you guys tell me where. So, okay. So my movie, my four are, uh, first of all, the classic 1931 Universal Frankenstein. Uh, to me, he's the ultimate movie monster. The doctor or the monster? The monster. Right. <laughs> Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster, depending on if you like the uh, Mel Brooks version. Right. Robots or robots? Robots or robots, right, exactly. <laughs> so he's my number one. I feel like he's been in, I mean, since 31, he's been going strong. There's always been, you know, adaptations of him in, on the silver screen yeah. and all over pop culture. So he's my number one. Uh, my number two is Godzilla. Ah. That is not a monster. It is yeah. a monster. That is, he is, okay, now, you uh, again, we've had this conversation. Right, so... He holds the Guinness Book World Record for the longest running movie monster in the history uh, of the world. Okay. So, Continuously running movies. Uh, I, since would consider it, I would consider him a movie monster. Also, um, isn't his title King of Monsters? He is the King of Monsters. <laughs> right. He is the King of Monsters. <laughs> Uh, Godzilla is a kaiju. He is not a monster. <laughs> right. And so kaiju means means well movie monster. <laughs> by the way, well, just so we're clear. Right. But so we're clear, kaiju has always meant, you know, you have your Godzillas, 
You got your Rodans, your yeah, Rodan, King Ghidorahs. Nice. Another, yeah. another great yeah. monster, Rodan. Yeah. Mothra, right. another great Mothra. monster. Yes. Yeah, these, these are, are all, all great movie oh, monsters. You're Shrek. you're naming a lot of good movie monsters. Yeah, these are like giant. Mecha Godzilla. I, I guess Mecha Godzilla, not yeah, a monster. Guys. He's I a Mecha. Do, Come on, he's I, a Mecha. I don't. Uh, I I guess I, I won't. I won't call foul on you. I will let you. Uh, but I, I still. This is under review. This is my. This is my Mount Rushmore. Right. You'll have yours. Right. You'll have yours. Right. Al will have his. We sure. can all discuss. What do you it. think, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben, send us a send us a note. What do you think? Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> uh, so my number three on my Mount Rushmore, and this one, I, you're, I'm going to take a lot of heat from Bubba. I know because. Uh, but I went with the creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, another, I won't complain another about that. universal. Wow. It's a classic monster. Uh, another classic monster. Now, uh, there are other monsters, quote unquote, from the universal lot. Uh, Dracula, of course. The werewolf. I don't put them in monster in monster world. They're more human to me than monster. So I did not put them in Monster oh. World. If you had to Again, sit for my... Lon Chaney yeah. Jr.'s werewolf uh, makeup in the well, 1930s. We're not talking about makeup. If, if you we'll to that type of thing, there's not well, many monsters. Well, there's a lot oh, of monsters. Well, there are. So, but there's, I think there's different types of monsters. Again, that's yes. I, I wanted to be very clear yes. that I was very deliberate in not yes. putting any Correct. parameters on anybody. Right. So, so Godzilla qualifies. Dracula does not. Oh, no. Yeah, they both Dracula should well, be a monster. Again, in my book, he's not. I got a fun story for you, Noah. Okay. So I had a Christmas party once in the home of Julie Adams, the leading lady from Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, nice. Oh, there you go. Okay, nice. I like that. There, there you go. Her son is a fellow editor, and I met him at Monster Palooza and interviewed his mom, Julie Adams, for an interview they were doing about Creature. And we just became kind of buddies, and he invited me over for a Christmas party. Nice. So I've been in her home before. Monster Palooza. Why have we never been to Monster Palooza? Uh, you I, should. You should go. You I, should. I'm still thinking that this is like a future episode. <laughs> so Monster Palooza. That sounds like the perfect place for our podcast. A friend, a friend of mine goes frequently, and it's a it's a cool thing. Well, we I think. He's he's met a lot of he's met a lot of interesting people. I'm not sure Palooza. when or where Monster Palooza will be, but I have a feeling that OTR will be there. To Pasadena, nice. usually April. We I have a feeling that right <laughs> after the drunk episode, we'll be at Monster Palooza. All right. Uh, so he's my third, and the one reason, and you can relate to this, but the one reason I like that monster is because the dude that played him, uh, Ben Chapman. Now there were two guys that played him. Right. One guy in the water, one guy out. But the guy out of the water, Ben Chapman, he could not sit in the makeup, in the costume. He could not st- sit. He had to stand for 14 hours straight Shit, most geez. days in the hot, humid climate of Florida. Yeah. Wow. That's killer. Yeah, in that, that's, in that yeah, makeup. That's so crazy. To that right me, there makes him a That make here makes yeah. him one of the all-time great monsters. He should be on, on the Mount Rushmore. My yeah. last one, I wanted, I wanted to have a modern monster i wanted to have somebody that was to represent more modern era uh again i didn't have any honorable mentions i did think about the alien from alien the xenomorph the xenomorph i did think about him but i was never i'm just not a huge fan of that that i've never been but i am a huge fan of the predator so I chose the predator to nice. catch a predator. Okay. No, the predator, not oh, no, okay. not Chris okay. Hansen, the actual, <laughs> the actual predator. Predator facts. Did you know 
The I Predator. Don't think I, I bet I didn't. The Predator was originally uh, to be played by Jean Claude Van Damme. Yes, but he, he was lost, too short. He lost the role a because he was too short, and b he kept trying to do a lot of like his flashy kickboxing shit. Yes, and they they eighty six that. Yes, and the actor who portrayed the actual Predator. Correct, Kevin Peter Hall. Kevin Peter Hall died. At age 33. Correct. And he also portrayed Harry in the Andersons. Mm-hmm. Yep. And he was also in a couple other shows uh, portraying other monsters. Yes. Did he play Harry or the Hendersons? He played, he played Harry, <laughs> Harry, the monster. He played Harry. Uh, he was also married to Olivia from Sesame Street. Yes. Oh. Yes. Wow. So those are my four. Those are good. Frankenstein, right. Godzilla, The Creature from the Black Lagoon, and The Predator. All right. Are my four. So I'm ready. Sean's ready to go. He gets, he's rip raring to go. All right. Sean, uh, yeah. who are your four? Well, I think uh, Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster was okay. definitely on my list. Nice. Um, Good. That's, I think I that's like, the ultimate I like, monster. I, I like think that's that. got, probably got to be a lock uh, for me. Boris Karloff winning. I, uh, yes. <laughs> Predator did make my honorable mention, wow. but uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm actually going to say. The Xenomorph, the Alien, is on my list. Any particular one from the movies? Well, I like the very first one that just burst out of her belly, the little baby one, you know. Oh, the chest buster? Yes, the chest buster. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, that, was, that, was, that was my favorite. But, uh, yeah, I think that's a classic. I mean, it spawned, you know. It, no, it's, again, yeah. it is definitely a classic. Right. I just have never. Sure. I'm just not a fan. Yeah. I'm more a fan of the Predator. Uh, and so I went with that way. But I do, I. I totally respect the Xenomorph and the alien. I understand that. I also went a little bit different. You said, uh, you know, not a lot of humans, but I'm going to go with uh, Jason Voorhees. He's ah. going to be one of my... Okay. Uh, I say he counts. Yeah. Sure. Any yeah. particular it's episode debatable. for that one as well? But okay. Yeah. Uh, Jason X yeah, in no, space. Number, number two. <laughs> number two. It, this is... I was probably... God, I had to be like seven, eight years old maybe. And I'm watching it with my dad and, and my buddy, Carl Fudge, a listener of the podcast. We're sitting Shout there. out to Carl. We're sitting Fudge. there, and we had this huge bay window. It's bigger than this window back here in the front. And then that last scene at the end, of Jason Voorhees <laughs> jumps through the window, and I just I jumped out of my seat, man. I'm like about three awesome. feet. I was so freaking <laughs> So So part two, that's uh, Potato Sack Jason. Yes. Now, you didn't even have the uh, yeah. Hopkins No. When that yeah, comes, no. three or four? Three. Yeah. So three. Potato sack Jason. He was like, I think he took it off at one point. He had like green skin or something, if I remember. Yeah, it's yeah. been years since I've seen it. but He looked like sloth from yeah. the movies. Yeah, it scared the crap out of me back then. <laughs> and then uh, I'm going to go a little off the rails here, but I thought this was you, awesome. You always do. I always do. It's appropriate, though. I'm going to a universal monster. And uh, I think it's uh, probably one of the, I think it's on the list of one of the greatest 100 movies ever. And I'm going to go with the shark from Jaws. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah nice. okay. Yes. Again, yes. see, that's again, right. that's why we didn't why make any rules. I left it open, I I open it. so yeah. you could yeah. go with Jaws. I think Jaws, it works, see? though. Shark um, facts. Shark. <laughs> Did you know? Shark from Jaws. Did the shark you know? From, the shark from Jaws was a yeah. robot. Yeah, the shark from Jaws. In case you weren't sure. Yes, the, and the robot did not work like ninety percent of the time. Barry. The shark was named Bruce. Bruce, sorry, oh, Bruce. Na- yes, named Bruce, after yes. Steven Spielberg's attorney. Yes, Bruce. I think I've heard that on the tour. Yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you go. You go take the uh, Universal tour. They'll give you the same spiel. I'm going to give a few honorable mentions. I got a ton here. But, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to go. Uh, 
Cookie. You know, Rancor. Cookie. Cookie. Oh, the Rancor. Rancor from Star Wars. Jabba's little pet. I thought about Jabba. Yeah, Jabba was on the radar, but well, I was like, well. That's a good call, though. Yeah, Jabba I didn't was, think yeah, of Jabba. Jabba. I thought of Jabba's monster. Yeah, Jabba was a good guy, but I was like, well, I wanted to go with more evil or destructive monsters. He's more of a gangster. Uh, I, I, I think uh, I thought the Kraken was pretty good. Yeah, people yeah. people use that terminology all the time. At least the Kraken. Right? There's so, a there's a good rum right. named the Kraken. Right. Is there a particular good. one from any particular movie? I liked well the the Clash of the Tides that we grew up with. That's the, the original. Yeah, the original right. Kraken, but the that's, stop motion. Yeah, puppet. Yeah. Well, it was, it's cheesy now. But I'm gonna yeah. grab a beer. Does anybody need a beer while you're giving your honor mentions? Okay. I'm gonna I'm grab good. a beer. Anybody good? You need good. you need a water? Yes. Okay. Beer. Good. You're good. Okay. I'm gonna grab. A, you keep going though. Don't stop. Well, I got a Don't few here. Don't stop. No, I won't stop. I've got uh, <laughs> from Creepshow, the thing in the crate. Ah. Okay. I like good. that one. That was that was pretty good. Not, I, not the grandpa. Where's my cake? <laughs> Creep show is a good. It's a yes. creep show is a uh, criminally underrated. Yeah, that, that that little episode with the thing in the crate that got yeah. me going. I love. I always re- remember that. That was great for me. Um, another one for me was uh, I, I'm gonna. I got another recent one here. Was the Bullrogs from Lord of the Rings? Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. That was a pretty good beast. And this one was uh, for Bubba. I picked this out for Bubba. Ghoulies 2, the toilet ghoul. Yes. That is an iconic That is an iconic uh, character. Yes. Right? Yeah, I really like Ghoulies go to college. That's my favorite <laughs> one. What, what was the other little the little furry guys? They had like four or five movies, too. Critters. Critters, Critters yes. Critters, yeah. Right. Hold on, guys. Yeah, there yeah, was yeah. a... Uh, yeah. Critters <laughs> shoes. Yes. Holy shit. He's got Critters cons. Oh I like it. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, there, uh, there's a whole cottage industry of like Gremlins ripoffs after they came out, and I think Ghoulies is the most popular, but I remember Critters as well. Critters was another. Critters is great. I want, Leo DiCaprio's first Gremlins. movie. Did you guys yeah. just say Gremlins? Was Critters 4. I know, but Gremlins would have been a good movie. Yeah, I didn't Spike. even think about that yeah. one. Oh, that would have like, been a good guess one. Guess who's got that on their list. Oh, yeah, well, okay. Or, yeah, and I've never yeah, watched... But you got Cookie on your list, so I, no. your, your list you lose a little bit of credibility. I've never watched a series, but I did when I was doing my research. I saw this dude Pinhead that's been in like twelve Hellraiser. movies. Hellraiser. He's been in like twelve yep. movies or something. Yep. Hellraiser. So. Yep. yep. Yeah, I've never seen any of them. Oh yeah, I work. I, well, I didn't work on one, but I did. Uh, we did a TV version of one of the versions. Oh, nice. Hellraiser three, maybe with the one where well, it's in space. A, there was a series. There's one where it's in I, space. I think hmm. they had a. And, uh, and we did. We did. Like some editing on that one yes. when I worked at a post house. So did, did you hear about the toilet ghoul from Ghoulies too? That was on my honorable mention. Nice, right? Nice, what yeah. The to- yeah, yeah, I remember that guy. He yes. almost looked, but he looks a lot like uh, um, the uh, Quato. That's from, what I was gonna uh, say. Yeah, Total Recall. Yeah. yeah, he looks oh, like Quato. So. <laughs> thought of Quato. Yes. <laughs> so it was uh, Frankenstein, the Xenomorph. Jason Voorhees and Jaws. All right, nice. that's your four. We're gonna save Alan's four for last. Okay, Sweet. we'll let him right. hear. We'll, we'll let him hear our four. So, Bubba, who's on your Mount Rushmore? Well, let me just run down my list real quick. And I first, I want to say I told Noah that this list is owned by the Universal Monsters, and nobody else touches it. So I said, I said, this is why it doesn't make a good. This is why it doesn't make a good list because oh, not yeah, a good Mount Rushmore, right? Because I, I know I go it's. 
Come on, these You're are like far and away. Yeah, these are far and away the most popular monsters. <laughs> Do you remember the but, little exhibit they used to have? You when didn't we were think kids Godzilla was a movie monster, monster, so I, yeah, I, I dispute awesome. that. Yeah, so I, I, after some reconsideration, I've actually put in a couple of more uh, recent. Okay. Uh, because it seems wrong to discount some of the newer monsters to you know uh, for some of these older ones. So I will first say. Lock it up for Frankenstein. uh, Frankenstein's yeah. monster. Frankenstein's monster is on nice. the Mount Rushmore. Or Frankenstein, you want to keep it kosher. <laughs> Mary um, Shelley, congratulations! Yes. You, you're <laughs> doing well. And, and yeah, and just to be clear, just let's nobody be a dick. This is Boris Karloff, not that shitty Robert De Niro monster. Because <laughs> okay. that movie was doing That's a hard movie to watch. It's difficult. That's a hard it's movie difficult to watch. To watch. Um, uh, Dracula. I'm also a, a, a big fan of the original Dracula, although there have been lots of great Draculas. Christopher Lee's Dracula is awesome. I'm shocked nobody said Nosferatu. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Nosferatu, right. No, yeah, Nosferatu's really good. I, uh, you know what? Uh, that's that crazy... Max Shrek. Max that's Shrek, a, yeah, yeah. Max Shrek. That had, dude that Boingo always showed in their, at their live music shows yeah. all the time. Yeah, oh yeah. Boingo Boingo? Oh yeah. 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 Danny, he, you gotta love Danny. Yeah. It's a... <laughs> Netflix had Nosferatu. In fact, they may still have it on streaming. And I sat there and watched it it's with cool. my kids. That shit is terrifying still. Yeah. Movie's a hundred years old and yeah. it will scare the shit yeah. out of you. It's a freaking movie. Um, so I said Dracula and Frankenstein. Uh, the rest of the Universal Monsters I just kind of relegated yeah. to my honorable mention list. So like Wolfman, Wolf Mummy, uh, Bride Man. of Bride Frankenstein, <laughs> Invisible Man, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Phantom the, of the Opera. Those, Phantom of the Opera, those are all great. Those, those, are, those are all honorable mentions. But... Um, Rounding out my four, my Mount Rushmore, I also said Jason. Nice. Uh, Jackie and I watched back-to-back the best and one of the worst Friday the 13th movies ever. Just last weekend, we watched uh, part six, Jason Lives. Yes. My personal favorite. Yes. Uh, still holds one. up. Uh, and Friday the 13th part 7 the new blood I want to say that's the one with the girl with the psychic powers and the telekinesis uh. powers that movie sucks hard <laughs> um, I'm shocked you guys don't like Jason X where he beats the girl in the tree in the sleeping bag that is that's a good one 6 no, I that's think he does it in 6 Maybe sure? maybe it's an ode to it. They might do it, in be both. A, it might be an homage. It might be an homage. Be an homage. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I, was, I felt pretty good because I know we're both big Jason fans. So. <laughs> yeah, no, Jason is great as far as like recent movie monsters. He is one of the best. Oh yeah, but I think probably the best. And rounding out my top four is going to be uh, the bastard son of a thousand maniacs. Uh, that would be uh, Freddy. He's played like, by the great yeah. Robert England. Yes. You talk about actors who have played a monster and have like made that role. Mm-hmm. That's his role. He'll always be Freddy. Yep. Everybody will always remember he's Freddy Krueger, no matter what else he does. You know, probably to his sometimes to his enjoyment or to his dismay. Right. He'll always be Freddy to people, but he is perfect for that role. That uh, Freddy is the the uh, the best version of like a Hollywood boogeyman I was, he, he's a great character I was kind of bouncing my list off my wife and I she hates Freddy she like, <laughs> oh yeah I mentioned his name and that's he's the like, freakiest she's like you can go now oh he's terrible you can go. it's time for you to go <laughs> he's terrifying and the performance is great so fantastic and as far as like Latter-day Monsters go I did put a couple more in my kind of runner-up 
uh, been, and that is Michael Myers uh, yeah. from the original Halloween. Yeah. And also, what I think is also an underrepresented on a lot of people's list is Chucky, the murderous oh, dog from the Chucky series. Yeah, he's uh, <laughs> he's really good. So that's my he's list. Good. Not the leprechaun, though. No, no, he's great. <laughs> Leprechaun is great. Warwick Davis is one no, of that's our. What I'm asking. Yeah. He is one of our finest actors. <laughs> I love Warwick Davis and I love the Leprechaun. Yes. That's that's a big stay tuned for future bibs. Too. Oh, if if nice. no one has seen it, Google search or YouTube. Uh, Lep in the Hood rap music video. I've yes. heard seen of that, that yes. movie. The yeah. That's the only Leprechaun movie I've ever seen. <laughs> the, lep, the Lep in the Hood is up to no good. That's the that's the chorus. <laughs> yeah. See now, I just want to go on record. And all these great, you know, Jason, Freddy, Chucky, all these that you're mentioning, I left them off my list. I don't consider them monsters. Yeah, that's that's. Ridiculous. I'm just saying I don't. I consider them murderers. I consider them great horror villains. Right. But I don't really consider them monsters. Monsters to me mean like Inhuman? not human, like yeah, Godzilla, see. Frankenstein, uh, but Predator. I, I, I think there's different different definitions. I I'm think not, because oh, oh, I'm not disputing because that. like. I mean, I was thinking about it as we were talking about it because, like, Hannibal Lecter, he's a monster. That's true. I mean, I, I, he would, and he would be a great monster. Right. Again, I'm not dispu- I'm not disputing your lists because I, I purposely left it open. Yeah. I'm just telling right. the listener my viewpoint that that I left those. That I don't want people to think that I'm leaving these people off my list. Right. I, I left them <laughs> off my list because I just don't consider them monsters. Right. Like, there's no doubt that Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers. And, I mean, if you're making a horror villain Mount Rushmore, they are locks. I mean, right. for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to monsters, I just didn't didn't really feel the, them being monsters. So what but what's the threshold of a monster? Because Jason actually died, right? Didn't he die? Yes. Of course. He so died. he came so back to life. So that makes him inhuman. That makes him a monster. I guess it's to, well, I guess it's each to each to each his own, I guess. You know, I don't know. I mean You know who else died and came back? Godzilla. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So is he a monster? <laughs> That's He's a zombie. That's what I'm saying. I'm, oh, <laughs> I'm, here's the part I gotta cut out. Is he Here a zombie? Is he a monster? This is where no this one is, could say. This is where my editing skills will come into play. Right Don't you dare <laughs> cut this out, you son of a bitch. That's great. So, segueing from the editing that he's about to do, yes, I would have to say, nominating every character that you guys all said, any creature that is under makeup or suit, I say is nominated. But the top four in my Mount Rushmore, one, Freddy Krueger, hands right. down. Nice. Right. He is one of the most scary and terrifying, but also you love the hell out of him. Because I thought he was funny. Every line he me. says is great. Yeah. I never it's really fantastic. got scared. I kind of, I, was, I thought it was funny. He reminds yeah. me of Cookie, by the way. Oh, I could see that a little I, bit. Cookie, that's I what it was. That. Remember, Cookie, I was asking you. I was asking. Cookie and Freddie <laughs> to me are very, very, yeah. and we'll get into it when we get into the oh, bibs. Yeah, but yeah. they are very much. When I see, when I watched your the film, sarcasticness. When right. I watched your film and I saw right. the cookie scenes, I, it harkened back to Freddy Krueger. I could see that. Yeah, totally. And that's why I thought he was going to go on a murder spree, and he never did. <laughs> <laughs> but again, we'll get into that when we start talking about the movie. But okay, so Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger, hands down. Then the next one is truly a monster, which we already mentioned. I would say Gremlins. Um, I particularly would go with uh, any of the Gremlins from Gremlins Two. 
just because they're so fun and awesome. You got the Vegetable Gremlin, the Lightning Gremlin. You have the four main ones, George, Lenny, uh, what are the other guys called? Yeah, Gremlins was an oversight. Like, they're all wacky. The Flying Gremlin. The, the Bat a, Gremlin, the Spider Gremlin. The Tony Randall Gremlin. Tony <laughs> Smart. The Squirrel Gremlin. gremlin. Yes. Oh. The Robot Gremlin. The ro- <laughs> That's, so a gremlins. That's a Mecca. That's a Mecca. That's not a monster. You're right. You're right. You're right. You didn't see that movie. <laughs> what movie was this? What are we talking about? Talking about the, We're talking about Gremlins. Oh, I don't know. I don't know grandmas, so honorable mentions with that would be you got ghoulies, you got critters, anything with little guys. Little guys. Yeah, right. Gremlins was definitely an oversight on my part. I don't know. They might have. They might have made my list if I thought, but I, I will admit I did not think of the Gremlins. A lot of people hate Gremlins too, but because Gremlins, I must when say we it's were growing, dude, film. when we were kids, that Gremlins movie was one of the best movies ever. Yeah. I mean, when Gremlins, we were growing up, Gremlins, Gremlins is great. Gremlins two, right? oh, yeah. I think, is That's underrated. That's all I remember. It's very underrated. Gremlins two is a great sequel. Yeah. They built. They they the whole thing is crazy. Yeah, it's a madhouse. It's a it's a total nuts. Uh, 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 they I, they one up the first movie in like every yeah. possible way. Yep. Gremlins two is great. The new batch. The new batch. The new batch. Okay, so Gremlins, Freddy Krueger. Then I would have to say, then my next two, Bubba might have a problem with. Uh-oh. Of course he is. Don't so, worry. So this falls in the same category as almost Noah's, where it's like, are they monsters? I would say the first one would be is one of them Donald Trump. <laughs> Yeah, he's the ultimate monster. Yes, he's the ultimate monster. But he did not make our list. I would have a problem because I that. will never put him on a Mount Rushmore of anything. He would like that. I know he would. He would, he would, he would spin it. Yeah. Him and his spin doctors would spin Look it. Look at me. I'm on the Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore of monsters. Look at me. I'm the greatest. I'm, I'm the greatest. greatest. They I'm put fabulous. Me up here. I'm they very, very, very good. They put me up here next to Frankenstein. He's a loser. I don't know why. They Those have are pretty good there. impressions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we do impressions here, yeah. Yes, that's <laughs> we do. We do Killer Dusty Roads too, but that's later, much that's, later. Yeah, much later. So, do you guys remember a movie starring Dennis Quaid called Enemy Mine? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, Louis Louis Gossett Jr., yeah. You know what? I love Louis Gossett, man. That's a great movie. That's a great movie. Because not only is it a fantastic prosthetic makeup visual, but his performance. It's gut-wrenching. He's so good. I like having Alan here. He gives us another perspective. That is a a movie I haven't even thought about in at least like But he's given us the perspective from inside the makeup, and I like that. I I like that. It's a fantastic monster. And you said earlier it could be someone who's not human. So therefore, even though he's not well, Even he's he's humane. He's the same he's as the predator. Human. He's an alien, just like yep. the predator, or just like the xenomorph. He's yep. an alien, so I think he. I would. I would consider yeah. him. And he's got a heart of gold. Yes, he does. <laughs> and he's got. And he can big give buck birth. Teeth. He's got big buck teeth. <laughs> it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger. He can give birth. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Junior? Is that the Junior, movie? Yeah. yeah. Junior. Oh God. <laughs> oh, okay. There's a great movie. Yeah. So then I would have to say the last and final one, which is probably one of my most inspirational and favorite characters of all time is Roddy McDowell as Caesar from Conquest for the Planet of the Apes. Okay. okay. His performance is awesome. It's it's a a character that everyone can relate to and has a great social meaning. You're a big Apes fan. Huge Planet of the Apes I remember that from when we were working together. You are a huge Apes fan. Huge Planet of the Apes fan. Huge Apes fan. Roddy McDowell is one of the best makeup performers. He he performed so fantastically. He played uh, Cornelius, Caesar... And then in the TV series, Galen. And every character you absolutely love. Fantastic okay. game. That's awesome. 
All right, so we have a very vast yes, group diverse. of a diverse yep. uh, 16 guys. Well, not 16 because a lot of there were some overlap. So uh, I think Frankenstein is guaranteed. Frankenstein is in. He's a lock. <laughs> he was on three ballots. I think Frankenstein makes the cut. Boris, there you go. Um, I think you guys went with. I think Jason's Jason. In. You Jason, you guys. Awesome. I, I'll go with Jason. I again, he wouldn't have been on my list, but he was under prosthetics. But he's there, and so I'll give you Jason. Freddie so. had two votes. Freddie, yeah. Freddie was there. He's under prosthetics as well. Three vote. He got three votes because you voted for yeah. Freddie as well. Yeah. I didn't vote for Freddie. Only you two. didn't vote for Freddie. No. Two votes for Freddie. Two and two for Jason and Freddie. I- I'm going to stick with Godzilla. If I think we- Godzilla's got to make this list. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's in the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. as the longest, as the king of monsters. I think Godzilla I, makes I will, this list. I would throw my vote in for Godzilla too as the fourth. You know what? I'll be I'll be there with the, with Godzilla. Kaiju or not, he makes yeah. the list, Bubba. Because you got to think, Godzilla also inspired a fantastic franchise called Gamera. Right. There you go. A giant turtle that flies. This is... <laughs> okay. I'll th- I'll throw in, since since I got Freddy and Jason, since I got damn near my whole list, I got Freddy, Jason, and Frankenstein in. Right. I'm willing to concede Godzilla is a monster, <laughs> right? But be aware for a future bibs, I'm going to make you watch... A Shaw Brothers kung fu movie called Inframan, so you can see. I love Shaw Brothers, dude. It is fantastic. It is Power Rangers before there was Power Rangers. Is it like Ultraman? It's essentially a ripoff of Ultraman. It was like their ripoff of Ultraman, and it basically melds the world, the the kaiju monsters, mm-hmm. like the Toho movie monsters, like uh, Mothra and Godzilla, merged in with Ultraman slash. You know the Rangers, awesome. that whole thing. It is unbelievably cheap looking, That's and okay. it's it's fantastic. I'm happy with that. I've been asking for a Japanese movie from you again for about a year now. Well, yeah, I this think, guy, this guy I think cried so much. It's been think, like a year since I've seen one. I think well, I think we're due. I think we're due another overdue. Well, the, well, this is the last. This is our last bibs before the boobas. Yeah, the boobas. So the the next the next bibs will be during the boobas, but yeah. it will not be eligible. For votes. So while you either. boobs talk about boobas, I gotta break this. Okay, seal. he's gonna go to the bathroom. So, <laughs> so while, okay, so let's 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 break this down. So our our the official off the rails Mount Rushmore of movie monsters. Yes. Frankenstein. Right. Godzilla. Jason Voorhees. We got Let's put him. No got, particular order. Yeah, Godzilla's on the end. There. No he's particular the end order. There. Frankenstein, <laughs> Godzilla, Jason Voorhees, and that? Freddy Krueger. See how Godzilla got bumped yep. there in the second? Yep. No, there's Godzilla no, barely not, made the list. He's and not in him. second. There's no. There's no order. It's yeah, just the four. There kind of is. No, there is no. There okay. isn't. There is no order. Okay. Frankenstein, Godzilla, Jason Voorhees, <laughs> Freddy Krueger. That's your Mount Rushmore official. I when, think that's a good. What, yeah, I believe I believe that worked out very well. Although Gremlins, I I wish I had remembered Gremlins because yeah. I would have went with Gremlins over the creature of the Black Lagoon. Do you remember when Hulk Hogan was in Gremlins too? No, I don't remember that. You're a bigger Hogan mark than I'll ever be. Hey, brother, get those Gremlins out of the projection booth, brother. All right, we what are about going, the thing. You remember that movie, The, the Thing? That was right. scary. Yeah, was that was, right. I thought that's about that one right. too. He was yeah. yeah. That was good. Thing was good. All right, we're gonna take a break. But when we come back, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. We are going to talk about hashtag bibs, Christmas with Cookie. A very timely holiday film. And yes, in March. Yes. <laughs> Do you like pigeon dating simulators, text-based adventures, or Japanese fornication video games? No? Well, 
The nerds at Strength in Gaming have the solution. They play the unpleasant stuff, so you don't have to. And they too have a podcast. STRcast, it's called. The STR stands for Strength, but don't search for Strengthcast. You won't like what you find. So if you want the latest in video game news, reviews, and light entertainment, just search STRcast on your favorite podcast network. If it's iTunes, it's okay. They understand. This is Corey D, and you're listening to Off the Rails Podcast. Thank you, Corey Williams, Corey D. Williams, for bringing us back. Don't forget the initial. Get it right, jackass. He never said jackass, Bubba. He never said I was there. He might have been thinking it, but he never said it. At least he was nice enough to give us a bumper, unlike the the man that will not be spoken of on this podcast. Billy D. Williams. I mean, he's like a. He's like let's not go through. Let's fun. not go through this again, okay? I, I, Billy D. Williams Jr. I called him Billy D. Okay. Yes. Uh, so we're back. <laughs> Try not to bust his balls too much. <laughs> I love Billy D. Williams Jr. I mean Corey D. Williams Jr. Okay. Uh, so we're here. It's time for the the uh, Sean's favorite. Yes. Segment of hashtag our show. Hashtag bibs. Hashtag bibs. And this will be a first for hashtag bibs because yep. we've never had uh, a director or an actor or both. For film, participate in the bibs. Right. We've interviewed Ross Patterson. Yes. Right. But not as part of the bibs. Like we had already watched his film and reviewed his film. That's right. And then we interviewed him. So this right. is a first for us. And never. Hopefully not the last time we have a director. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, hopefully we get you know. It's it's. We uh, can review the next Star Wars film and you know. I get heard JJ is looking for podcasts. Yeah, if JJ yeah. wants to come on. We're you know, <laughs> more than welcome to it's, invite. Just him. know you're in good company with uh, filmmakers. Like Alan and uh, and Ross and Ross Patterson. <laughs> We're talking hashtag bibs. We're talking about Christmas with Cookie. Yes. Amazon available. You can go to Amazon, watch it. If you haven't watched it, hit pause. Go spend fifty three minutes. Come back and listen to the rest of the podcast. And fifty three minutes sounds short. It does sound short. <laughs> Not when you're watching this movie. It, it, it was a long 53 minutes. <laughs> there was, well, well, we'll get into it. But I, there was a certain point when I was watching it, I felt all of time and space bend around me <laughs> as I was watching it. It was kind of crazy. Yeah. So crazy. I have to interrupt. If you don't have Amazon Prime to watch it for free, go to Amazon.com and buy the DVD. And you'll get it within five days. You'll get it. Okay, there you so go. So you can finish watching the podcast and you don't have to hit pause. I think you can stream it too, though, can't you? For like On 99 Amazon cents? Like, I think you can rent oh, it. Oh, yeah. If you don't have Prime, you can you pay 99 cents. You can pay like 99 cents yeah. to rent it. So, again, it's $2, $2. to rent it. Okay. $2. Sean, Sean's bitter because he was. Sean's looked at He had to rent it. Bub and I are Amazon Prime. We got <laughs> to watch it free. Thank you I for your my, contribution, I know, Sean. I did my Amazon <laughs> Prime. did Amazon Prime. Okay. So. It is available streaming. You can always, you know, you can always go buy the DVD. Help out sure. our friend Alan here. I'm yeah. sure that will. Well, just streaming it helps me. I'm right. sure he'll get a few yep. dollars. I get know? every. I get a penny from everything you do. There it is. So, uh, this movie, very interesting movie. Yeah. I, I have to admit, when I saw the trailer, when I saw the the uh, the, the poster for the film, I was expecting Cookie. The main character, who you portrayed very well, by the way, <laughs> I was expecting Cookie to go on a murder spree. Like yeah. I was expecting him to be like a Freddy Krueger, where he was off killing people. Right? Well, C- Cookie is just so we're clear for the people who haven't seen the movie yet. Cookie 
is looks monstrous. Yes. Right? He is a monster. Yes. Now, he is an an elf turned evil question mark or question elf, mark? elf that was radiated. <laughs> yes. I don't know if he if he turned evil. I I feel like you know, I guess we never say it in the film. Right. Maybe he's always been evil. He kind of feels like when I portray him, he's always had that in him. Sure. That's what it seems like. We, we know the darkness. The radiation brought it out in him we know the, more than normal. We know the darkness that lurks in Cookie's heart. I have to correct you. It wasn't radiation. It was global warming. Oh, global oh, right. Had burned and disfigured right. him. Don't say that, though. Donald Trump will ban our podcast because <laughs> global warming does not exist. In it's this film, it does. Made up by China. <laughs> it's very, very, very fake news. China, very fake news. China made it up. CNN talked about it. It was made up real. for the movie not Christmas real. with Cookies. Yes, yes, exactly. God, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't you love it? How great would it be if Donald Trump tweeted about you, saw Christmas with Cookie, sad. <laughs> like, very, I would become very, a millionaire. Yeah, very, you would very very sad, How many, very how many views would that would rack I up? I would a be lot set for life. Yeah. yeah, a lot yeah. more than what he's going to get from our so, from our podcast. <laughs> so, for sure. so, so Cookie is Ben. Please, please yeah, watch ben, Christmas with Cookie. Yes. I, so I will, I will say, I will say this of the film. Cookie is my favorite part of the movie. By yeah. far, no. So, and I'm not just saying that because Alan's here. No, and no, was like, I, no. I would tell if Cookie was terrible, I would tell you no. Cookie was the best part of the film. So hands down, Cookie is kind of serves to like narrate the story, and he is like a crypt keeper, if you mm-hmm. will, right. or some yep. of the. The, the story is kind of a book in it. And, I mean, there's a couple of parts in the middle of the film where we kind of cut back to Cookie and he makes it. His... He's the narrator slash comic relief yes. of the He's the voice of the audience yes. right. in the film. He's he dropping is... F-bombs. He is the... No, Cookie is, a, again, I, I want to go on record as saying this movie, uh, sorry, Alan, not very good. Cookie, great. Loved Cookie. Cookie Loved is the cookie. voice... Cookie is the voice of reason throughout this film, such as it is. Cookie is the reason to go watch this film. He's well, the, the point of the movie, when I set out to make it, was to make a bad movie. And you uh, did. Yes. I, I wanted Troma and Full Moon fans right. to like this. Not that Troma and Full Moon make bad movies, because I've seen plenty of fantastic films by them. Right. We spoke of, actually, we nominated one right. of them tonight, Ghoulies. Right. Um, and Puppet Master. Right. Fantastic films. But their audience has a lower expectation. You know right. what you're getting into right. something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I did not know what I was getting into I had told Noah that uh like I had seen uh the well I haven't seen the third Thanksgiving movie, but I've seen the first one. And I said, hey, this is a potential bid, so we can watch this. <laughs> well I'll put you in touch with the creators if it, you'd like. It's, oh there you go. <laughs> hey now we're now yeah, we're talking great, we I mean, we shoot, got an in. Yeah, I mean, so the story, such as it is, of of Christmas with Cookie, is uh uh, uh, uh what's that? It's the like a parable, right? Do you have like, <laughs> what was the? It's so like. So, Did you ever think your movie would be called a parable? No, but I'm curious to so see you, where the rest of this conversation <laughs> is going to go. So yeah, it kind of reminds me of the uh, short story of the uh, gift of the gift of the Magi. Okay. So you have never seen it. You have Everybody the, uh, be quiet. You have I was the, about uh, to wax poetic. <laughs> well, you have the somebody gets a gift, but they don't want the gift. So like in the gift of the Magi, right, it's like, oh, I got you uh, this nice comb, right? A man gets his wife a comb to comb her beautiful hair, yet she cut all her hair off and sold it to the wig maker so that she could afford to get him... Uh, you know the story I'm talking about. Right? Yes, yes. So how does Cookie compare with that? Well, so in Cookie, <laughs> you have a couple of people who receive gifts from Santa, 
and they don't like it. Right. They don't like they, what Santa's Yeah, they're brought. very upset with their, their um, gifts. Although it's questionable, it seemed like they seemed to have a use for the lube. They wanted butt sex. They wanted yeah, to, yeah, yeah. They wanted to use I do the have lube. to say, those two gifts are actually plugs for friends of mine. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm friends with the owner of Penchant Lube. Okay. <laughs> and that, that was nice. a little advertisement for Product him. Product placement, yeah. I like it. And uh, the guy who opened the DVD of Bloodsucker Jones is the writer-director of Bloodsucker Blood Jones. Bloodsucker Jones. Which, I, would wa- I would watch that movie. And Which way, I'm actually sequel, in part two. I was say, there's a, yeah. I've read that there is a sequel of Bloodsucker Jones, yep. and you're in it. I am. Um, yeah. poss- another possible bibs. Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> so at, at some point, so we should we should point out that the at some point a nuclear holocaust... Uh, or rather, global, global warming. warming. It's very, but very bad. Global warming, bad. very bad. <laughs> it's bad. And it, and, and it, in the year 3978. Which does anyone know what that is an ode to? No, no, no but I'm glad no. you're here to tell us. <laughs> it is the, the counter of the year that the spaceship Icarus lands on Earth in the original Planet of the Apes. Oh, there you go. Fantastic. See? I mean, he's a big apes guy. I told right. you. Huge apes fan. In. That's that when, I knew. That's when uh, Chuck Heston, our Lord and Savior, will return. <laughs> I hope to, so. To see, to see, to see the uh, Statue of Liberty. To take buried. care of those damn dirty <laughs> apes. God, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um, uh, so here's something that maybe Alan can explain himself. <laughs> I, have a feeling, I have a feeling he will not be able to explain. It. Well, no. The, so the actors at this point are represented. By uh, skeletal puppets, you could say. Because because when we see them opening their gifts, it was in what I'm assuming is present day. Correct. I think he's leading up to one of my questions. Oh, but, oh okay. Yeah, go well, go, yeah no, so that, go no, that was basically my question. What, <laughs> so what, these guys are still around and walking around, right. the skeletons are. Well, my question was, they're skeletons, but at some point they get cut and they're bleeding. You have to suspend. It's a movie, Sean. Well, you have to suspend belief. We talked the, about this in well, the past. I understand that, but I mean, you know, I'm t- I'm, the skeletons. I'm like, oh, I'm okay with that. I mean, I can, I, you know. But then they get cut and they're bleeding. I'm like, so you were okay with the skeletons yeah. still being alive, but when they started bleeding, you were that's okay when with you were the out. sword. The uh, skeletons were sword fighting, right? For, well, I have Santa to tell you, Claus it's funny. Stuff. The actress who played Prudence, the skeleton, right. that was her first question when she read the script too. Was why is why does it say uh, a pile of blood shoots out? Shouldn't right. it be shouldn't it be dust or a poof of air? And I thought. Well, that's no fun. That looks boring on screen. Well, I thought it was great, but the, my next question was... <laughs> Maybe well, it wasn't blood. Maybe it was no, bone marrow. But then when I saw all this liquid flying around, I'm like, what, what... Okay, so what did you use for the liquid? Um, Almost everything you saw, whether it was a hand splatter or just Ooh. pouring out, roughly every shot was almost an entire gallon. Okay. Um, We took a gallon of water, mixed it with chocolate syrup and red food dye. Okay. That's it. There's your blood. Cool. It you was can ru- make blood. Each gallon cost roughly three to four dollars to make. Three to four dollars. So if you want to make total, your own blood, there it is. There's the recipe. Total of fifteen gallons of blood on that shoot. Fifteen. You know what? I believe that. I believe that. <laughs> there was a lot. I mean, there was a lot of blood. There was a lot of splatter. There was a lot of blood flowing. So yeah. I think this is a good point because you're talking about the, how much the blood costs and everything. This is a good point. Now we talked about playing a little game here. Right. Guess the budget of the film. Well, but were there was, any like, cheaters, though? Question, right. Guess the, bu- Guess now, the budget. I, now, Do we have any cheaters well, before we play the game? Again, <laughs> I can no longer play the game because in doing my research, 
I happened upon the exact number, the exact, the exact amount yeah. of the budget. So I can no longer play the budget. I don't know. Okay. But well, I will say, and Bubba can attest this, I originally, before I knew the total, said that the budget was $10,000. Wow. That was what I said. I will also say that I was way off. So By which way, though? That's the question. Well, I'm not going to say, say, but I was way off. So there you go. So I'll go to Bubba first. Okay. Bubba? We've, Guess the budget. We've established that a gallon of blood costs three dollars. Yes, and he and there fifteen, were 15 gallons. gallons. Yes, used. <laughs> yes. So that is forty-five dollars in blood. So that's there's your blood budget right there. Is forty-five dollars. Don't blow all your blood budget in one spot. <laughs> so that being said, man, you know. Now you're some, a B movie advocate. You probably have a good idea. I, you know what? Here's the he thing. Does. I love B movies. I know nothing about how they how the sausage gets made, so to speak. So it's probably a good a good that you don't. So it's a lot of squirrel and sausage. I, I only I only know, like I know art when I see it, and I know what I like. Would you consider Christmas cookie art? I would not. I would not. I I I, I it it is a, it is an, it is a great entertainment. I will say. I'm going to say, what did I tell you, Noah, when, I, when you first? You, I believe, I'm trying to remember what you said. It would, You went lower than 10000 I did. Sure. I you did were go, way lower I than I was. Way lower. I'll, I'll say, knowing that the blood alone cost $45, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 1500 bucks. 1500 bucks. okay. Um, the thought Sean? My, my, the thought in my head was originally 1250 but after hearing about the blood... <laughs> I'm gonna go. The blood is there. why twelve fifty. That's a, such a. That's a very. That's no, a very obtuse number. number but twelve dollars and fifty cents. No, it's still twelve thousand two hundred fifty. No need to insult yeah, anybody. No, I mean, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna stick with that. I'm gonna stick with twelve fifty. Twelve fifty. Okay. Well, so we have we have fifteen hundred. Right. Twelve fifty. Ten thousand. I'm way off. Alan, would you like to talk? What was the budget? I think it's less for Christmas. Christmas with cookie. What was the actual budget? The true budget was one thousand dollars. One thousand dollars, Sean. You are correct. You you win the Price is Right. Although technically, if we're going Price is Right rules, we both win. Because you you win a copy of Christmas with Cookie, by the way. Because (laughs) because, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think you know. I mean, we've talked. I think the other actors in the movie, they're not getting paid. They're showing up in their own wardrobe, so they're paying for all that. That's not a cost, so, you know. Stuff yeah, like I that. definitely overestimated. Yeah. But I overestimated, honestly, because I I was un, I was thinking that you would have to pay more on post. But you I'm obviously, post. But, yeah, but I, didn't, <laughs> I, did not fact, I did not factor in you being post. Right. And that's where I... That's where I Lost. Which is funny because that's the only way that you know me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, exactly. But now I know you as Cookie, so I just I, I totally have, didn't I think have about a question. That. Let's get to the let's get to let's some get to the of aliens. the costumes. Santa had some green cuffs and some green. So why was it green? I didn't understand that because Santa's usually in all white. So where where did the green come from? So a lot of the stuff in this movie, and you'll probably see a very common answer when you ask questions, was simply for the value of compensating a bad movie. And I thought, if I'm going to make a bad movie, it's got to be visually stunning and colorful. Okay. It's got to be eye candy. Right. And just simply white and red isn't going to do it enough. Right. Green is much more colorful. Yeah. So I simply said, 
Green's a Christmas color. Right. Buy a can of spray okay. paint. So I thought <laughs> the masks yeah. also had yeah. the green and red. The same right. green and red. Mm-hmm. Well, this leads scheme. me to the question too: What was the reasoning behind the masks? I I, I kind well, well I their faces say, got okay. Tweeted, yeah, right? in the story, I, in the yes. story, yeah. I kind of understood yeah. it. Although the plot of this movie was all over the map, so <laughs> I don't want to say I fully understood it, but. From a from an actual actor's point of view, why? What was the thinking behind that? So the story and actor concept is that correct? Global warming burned and scarred their skin, and they were ashamed, so they hid their faces. But from a filmmaker's standpoint, actually, it was from poor planning. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I originally wrote the script, I sat down and I was going to make Santa and Mrs. Claus killers in a Jason Voorhees style. Right. And so I was like, well, they got to have a mask because Jason Voorhees has a mask. Right. Um, but I ended up just continuing to write and it turned into what it was. And actually, if you look, the first thing you see when the movie pops up is it's called A Fucking First Draft Productions. Right, I saw that. That's an ode to the fact that I literally never made it past the first draft. We started filming before I was even finished writing it. And nice. I just said... Keep moving. It's keep a. Going. I was like, it's a B movie. Right. It doesn't matter. You'll, you'll right. figure keep, out the ending at the right. end. Keep moving. Okay. Um. So it was a lot of just like. Just I caught that. Get it done. I was like, that's cool. So now, did that <laughs> add to your post? Because then I'm assuming all that was ADR. All almost, the voice acting. Almost every bit of audio was ADR. Was ADR. And I'll tell you how we did ADR, on an iPhone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there were some. There was a few things. Uh, the skeletons' voices. And the aliens, um, not the mothership aliens, but the scientist aliens, right. were an actual boom operator um, who was on set. Yes. We, we did it on set while we had that. Yes, again, you did hear that correctly. We're talking about Christmas with Cookie, and you did hear the word aliens. Yeah. There's <laughs> aliens in this movie. Aliens yes, up, yeah. aliens show up in this movie. And skeletons. And, skele- yeah. and the abominable snowman. Yes, true. correct. Yeah, figure out the plot. Go ahead. Try and figure out the plot. I couldn't figure it well, out. That brings me up to a question. This is like the, a fever uh, dream when the, you wrote this movie. Well, well, we go to the abominable snowman, and then uh, Santa comes out of the snowman's belly. Mm-hmm. And then we're introduced. To, <laughs> we're a lot introduced, of questions are probably all, popping all in your need, head. That's all you needed to hear. We're introduced to the handler of the... Uh, the abominable snowman the keeper. Yeah, the keeper. Dude, what kind of accent was that guy using? I mean, what what is? Uh, but then, like, I'm watching this guy's accent. I'm like, what is he doing? I'm so glad but you're then, here, the, Alan. But I'm the, so glad you're but here. But then, but then, when they're dragging off Mrs. Claus, right? He breaks into like a typical like. He's like, what the fuck, man? Let's fucking bring the body. Like, he gets mad at the guy. He's like, hey, what's up, brother? Let's pull this guy up. Yeah, he breaks character. <laughs> yeah, he breaks yeah. character. But <laughs> I mean, that, before that, the accent, I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, what's funny is I have no idea. Right. <laughs> right. right. So because the actors were doing it all for free and yeah. doing me a huge solid, I gave them creative free range. Sure. So Mrs. Claus's accent was her decision. Um, Prudence. Yeah, I thought about that too. The, the yeah. weird yeah. Um, weirdo. Scandinavian accent. Mm-hmm. That was all her idea. And then the, the Bomb of Snowman Keeper was his idea. But it's funny since then because since my movie – 
Rogue One has come out. And I've had two people tell me that Saw Gerrera, which is Forrest Whitaker's character, right, reminded right. them of him because he's like, my child, right. where are you? <laughs> the pain, what it feels like. <laughs> and it's kind of true. Forrest Whitaker kind of is ripping off my character. I think, I, I think you have a legitimate and then, and, then really from, and then from that same little scene, he gets Santa's blood, right? He's got the vial of Santa's blood. Mm-hmm. And then I caught, I thought I caught because I think Santa held the blood and he walked away without the blood. But then he had the blood. <laughs> and then the blood wasn't blood color, it was gold. <laughs> it was yellow. See, it this wouldn't. Is the shit I catch. Yeah, and then it was yellow. And then when he's, then at the, and then back when he's given it to Mrs. Claus or right. in that scene, then it's red again. See, it wouldn't be a good B movie if there weren't. Continuity. I know. Continuity. Yeah. I know, but like, I love. I love like, that in. No, I love shit like that. So let me ask you about the actors, because because okay. um, a while back, many many moons ago, we did. I was part of a of a short film, mm-hmm. and we went through the process of bringing in actors, volunteer actors, basically. So what was the process? Are these friends of yours, or did you, or did you actually like go out and like seek actors to come in? I did not do. The roles. I didn't do a casting process. No, Th- these are all actors I've worked with on previous projects. Okay. Um, most of them actually were. They're all in Bloodsucker Jones. Okay. Um, a nice. lot of them I met while working on that sequel. Wait, is the handler Bloodsucker Jones? No, he okay. is not. Okay. okay. I want to watch this Bloodsucker Jones. I want to watch. It's funny. Can that be next bibs? Well, well <laughs> he would love to come on. I'll oh, put you in touch. That would be great. I'm loving having somebody <laughs> here talking about the bibs. This is making bibs way better. I gotta admit. So Alan's full moon connections. I, I can foresee a rich future of the <laughs> actually speaking to Where'd the directors and accent? writers. And so speaking what of... accent was that? I've never heard that accent before. So I got to talk about The Keeper for a moment. Yes, The Keeper. Being a huge Star Wars fan, that's an ode to the Rancor Keeper. Because in, in Cookie, yes. he's crying during every line. I have that and action that's, figure. That's because... The Rancor Keeper, the yes. only shot you see him in, he's So the Abominable Snowman Keeper and the Rancor Keeper are kind of... These are the tidbits you will never get. You'll never get yes. these tidbits unless, mm-hmm. you, unless you listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> this, awesome. this is exclusive. Off the Rails podcast exclusive. It's my little love to George Lucas. There's so many George Lucas haters out there. And I got to tell you, George, if you ever hear this, I don't care what anyone says. I like the prequels. Yeah, George Lucas. They're fun. George You're Lucas. fantastic. Yeah, he'll never you know, do this. So Disney know. can never do what George has already done. The prequel. You like the... Wow, okay. Clearly. We're, I, we're thought clearly gonna, three, I thought episode three was good. We're clearly going to have to have Alan back. Clearly, you the can't beat the originals, but the, but right. the prequels fit in the story uh, fantastically. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know about you the know. second and third ones. I liked the second number and third. one. Was the first one was me. was right. was awful. But I, the, ugh, the but I thought number three was great. I thought two and three were good. I liked yeah. two and I liked three. But, I really but liked the three. first one was. If, if you're gonna apologize for George Lucas, go big or go home. And I say, <laughs> Howard the Duck. Not as bad as everybody says. Oh my god! Oh, okay. I do have to say, we are completely off. <laughs> Stop with all Howard's of this. Howard's got nudity. Can you it's sense great. It has duck, it has duck boobs. Let's they get... show duck boobs. <laughs> duck Speaking boobs. of duck boobs, let's get back to Cookie <laughs> and, and Christmas with Cookie. Okay, so, so the aliens. Yes, Go the ahead. aliens. So where we were at the eight. Well, I'm just I'm amazed at the plot of this movie because <laughs> because like like okay, it just it jumps around a lot. And yeah. if you are not 
paying attention. You miss a beat. As Sean obviously was paying attention. Well, he fooled Kudos me. to you. He fooled me, though. Because, With the ending? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, <laughs> it's over. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. And then the time suck, like Bubba said, yeah. it's... It's yeah, longer I was, than it was. I'm yeah. like, whoa, it's yeah. still going. What yeah. happened? No, I I watched it. That was my Andy Kaufman moment. That was good. I watched it good. on my I watched it on my PlayStation, and going in, I knew it was 53 minutes, and so I hit play, started watching it, and then it gets to that moment, and I don't want to completely give it away if you haven't watched the film, but it gets to that moment that we're we're talking about, right. and I was like. Wow, that was fifty, and I thought to myself, "God, that was a very quick fifty-three minutes." <laughs> and then I got my controller and I hit the the button to see how much time was left, and there was still a lot of time. Well, left. I lost track of time. I was taking and notes, I was like, and my well, wife's like, like, "Take out the trash and do all this." <laughs> I was like, so at that she was point, ready for it to be. So over. for the next like twenty seconds, I was thinking to myself. What the hell is going to happen for the next 20 minutes? Like, no. this movie's over. Like, what's going on? 20 minutes of credits. No. Yeah. I, I, like I, I, a... I didn't know if it was going to be, like, if it was, like, one of these loop, Like, it was a loop. Like, it was just going to replay the movie. He was, like, trying to get his 53 minutes. I didn't know what was going to happen. Dude, let, let's back it up to the Christmas wrapping opening scene. I'm watching that. And I'm, like, Trina's like, what are you doing? My wife's like, what are you going to do? I'm like, I got to watch the Bibbs movie. Here we go. It's today. And so she goes back there, and she made us a sandwich, and she's walking back there, and the movie's like, they're unwrapping it, and she's like, all of a sudden she goes, Sean, she's like, I could tell the tone of her voice. So I pause it. She's like, are you watching a porn movie right now? <laughs> that was, that, I, I, I had, I, She okay. goes, the music and the girl, are, are you watching a yes. porno? Are you really watching a porno? Like, she was like getting upset. And I'm like, I, I, uh, no. This, this brings me to my two takeaways. I'm just, uh, we're, we're completely off the rails here with this one, but I have two takeaways from this film. One, Cookie Awesome. Yes. Loved Cookie. I did. I really loved Cookie. He was a good yeah. character. I loved the way you shot it. Well, I kept trying to figure him out. I'm like, I, this is great. But it was I'm Freddy like, Krueger yeah, and Jace. Yeah, exactly. Completely Fre- was, Where do I know really this character? It's, it's... So the Cookie sequences, really good. My second one was, this was a porno without any nudity and without any sex. Because that's what it felt like. It felt like an 80s porno. Like a, I, I wanted Ron Jeremy to like just pop out at any moment and be part of this film. What's funny that's, is I have to say that unwrapping scene where with the finger stuff and the right. moaning, oh, well, you the, the sexual stuff. tension, yeah. Yeah, 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 that yeah. was all improv. Right. None of it was in the script. Wow. Even when they reveal that they're brother and sister. Yeah. Improv. Yeah, the fact well, that my wife was hurt, yeah. she's like, oh, what are you watching? Right, yeah, no, I, yeah. I, it, as soon as I finished watching this film, that was the first, like, I was like thinking to myself, this was like a bad 80s porno. With no with payoff. With no <laughs> sex. With no gratification. With nothing, like, with, like, 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 yeah. Like, I just watched an 80s porno and didn't get any release at all. <laughs> I got no robot Cookie sex. Cookie didn't release any. No, Cookie did not release it for me, no. Can anybody who listens to this podcast who could do a little bit of creative editing just cut out that piece where Noah said he really wanted Ron Jeremy to pop out? <laughs> ben, that's that on would, you, ben. That would be great. Oh. Is Ben our only listener tonight? Yes, Ben Muscovina <laughs> is the only listener. All right, Ben, get on it. Oh, boy. Oh man! All right. Well, uh, final so, thoughts of the movie. Let's 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 wrap it up. So it's uh, it is certainly a thing. Uh, <laughs> I was, I, like I said, I I enjoy watching movies that are you know. So this was like this was really beyond the pale, even for those kind of movies. But um, yeah, I'm I was still trying to get my head around it. I'm glad I'm 
I'm glad somebody else mentioned it because I didn't write it down or anything, but like I assumed that you know with the lube and everything else at the these is like uh, this is a boyfriend and girlfriend or like husband and wife or whatever, and I'm like, wait a minute. Did they say their brother and sister? <laughs> it seems it was, I was very, very opposite. It was very disturbing. But again, if I have to, if I have to, uh, I, I just want to say, as as Noah said, the cookie segments are really like a cut above. So much so to the point where they feel like they're from a different movie. Like, oh yeah, well they're <laughs> shot completely yeah, different. I mean, you, we can go into this a little bit too. Yeah. Like the the production value it's on the cookie segments, different. as opposed yeah. to the rest of the movie, oh, yeah. are night and day. Well, I'll I tell mean, you, the budget was a grand. We shot Cookie in one day. Did you do the prosthetics on that, or somebody? I did hired a makeup artist, hired, okay, okay, who's fantastic, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can watch him. He's currently airing on the newest season of Face Off. Okay, um, but Cookie. That entire day cost seven hundred dollars, and the whole movie was a thousand dollars. Wow! So yeah, and it shows. It it it, it completely yeah. shows because the production value, the set. I don't know if it was a set. Like I'm, I'm sure we built it last last minute. Yeah, we I just mean, had some wood. We screwed it together. We drew blood, Christmas lights. We just, yeah, I mean, but it was an actual set that you built. You could tell. I mean, the production value yeah. and the cookie segments. You could tell that you guys spent some money, yep. and you you really took the time to really shoot those in a in a. In a very distinct style, yes. As opposed to the rest of the movie that was very avant-garde, wacky, yeah, yeah. Like run and gun. Like let's just get it, let's go shoot it. Yep. Um, you could totally tell tell the difference. So I, yep. I, yeah, and again, it shows because the Cookie segments were really good. And I don't know what your future plans are with Cookie, but I could definitely see Cookie being like a, a character that goes on that you could you could have a, a well, series got, of movies. He's got to survive that attack somehow. Somehow it's very like I said, away. I think it's very uh, like Crypt Keeper esque. He's got to stop eating the poison cookies yeah. too. <laughs> well, you know, I gotta <laughs> say, you will see more of Cookie for sure. Oh, okay. oh, okay, nice, nice. nice. Okay, well, that's a spoiler. Let's not let's not give it away. Well, I think it, I think it's a cut above uh, some other bids we've had in the past. I think it's oh, that's a compliment. I do. <laughs> no, again, I do. I, 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 think I do. I could easily see us reviewing another cookie movie. I think yeah. it's better than Oogie Loves by far. I oh, mean, wow. I think oh, now you're now you're on hollowed ground. I don't know. Yeah, Oogie Loves, yeah. come on, Oogie Loves Terrible. was a good movie. I think it's I think it's this a is cut better above. than Zombie Ass. That's for sure. Never. What is Zombie Ass? Oh, you never saw Zombie that. Ass. Zombie oh, Ass, Toilet of the Dead. Oh yeah, look that it's up. A, Netflix. That's it's a, a Japanese. That, but, it's a Japanese yeah. horror film in which zombies that. crawl up out of outhouses. It may actually be one of the. Viewers also watched list for Cookie on Amazon. It might, it might be. It might I, also, be. I also think it's a, a cut above uh, Tim and Eric's Great Adventure. Billion dollar movie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And th- this was much more enjoyable than that movie. Oh, well, there you go. Well, yeah. th- there's a compliment as well. So, yeah. well, we've given our reviews, but we wanted to end our bibs. Our first time ever doing a bibs <laughs> with an actual actor, director of the film here. Been great. We thought... You know, we're going to totally bite off of Jimmy Kimmel. Right. He does the reading of the bad tweets. Second opinions. Second opinions, whatever you want to call it. We we printed out some <laughs> reviews <laughs> from Amazon nice. and from other websites for Cookie. And we thought we would have Alan, the director, read some of these. Now, I posted some good ones as well. I didn't. I didn't want to just bombard you with the negative ones, but is he going to read them in his voice or Cookie's voice? Oh, let's do it in Cookie's, oh, huh? I like it. There, I love good. your suggestion there, Sean. Very <laughs> good. good suge- very good on the fly. All right, so here is Cookie from Christmas with Cookie reading reviews about Christmas with Cookie. 
Welcome, Amazon reviewers. I'm going to read your delicious tweets. First, Amazon reviewer says, Wow, bad. And he only gave me one star. You can screw off, Amazon reviewer. <laughs> Next, John Howard. He said, Terrible movie. I could only take about 15 minutes of it. Also one star. But you know what, John Ward? You don't deserve to have your name said, so fuck off. <laughs> Skilled Dapper. Don't know what kind of name that is, but he gave it four stars. Thanks, Skilled Dapper. Warped. True B-movie fan material. Cookie, who narrates it, that's me, by the way, takes makes it worth watching this cheesy story. Eee. <laughs> <laughs> Also, another great review, five stars from The Bogeyman, or Boogeyman, depending on how you say it. If you enjoy horror comedies, this is a hoot. Cookie is quite the character. He reminds me of Freddy, too. Oh, just like you, Sean. <laughs> this is a good, fun, cheesy, low-budget one. Definitely check this out on a horror day. Hope to see Cookie again next year. Funny stuff. P.S. Cookie rules. Damn right I do. Nice. <laughs> and last but not least, Amazon reviewer number two gave another one star. The Cookie character is actually comical. Well, of course I am. I'm Cookie. The actor has talent. Oh, thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> that's all I can say. Well, that's the last one star. Thanks, reviewers. I appreciate it. So how many of those, so my question is, how many of those Amazon, the good ones, did you actually write? I have not written any of these. I did not review myself. None of them are me. Um, there are, I think, one or two of people that I personally know. Sure. But I course. did not ask them to say anything. Of course. Of course. No, and that's, we, we have the same on our reviews. We have a couple people that we know that gave us some good reviews. You know, we're we're in the same boat as Cookie. I think. By the way, this is maybe a good time to remind our listeners that uh, you know the uh, the rating on the iTunes Store suffers when you don't write new reviews. That's right. So. You should go rate oh, and review yeah. us yeah. if rate you love review. our podcast. And if you love Alan being on our podcast, just go rate, write, rate, it. rate it. Rate it. Go review. rate and review it, even if you never listen again. Yes. And when you watch Cookie, rate and, and review when it. You re exactly. It will help Cookie. It will help our podcast. It helps everybody. the podcast and the movie. And the movie well, all together all at once. Last time I checked, Cookie actually had a better review on I or a better rating on IMDb than the new Ghostbusters movie. Well, that I'm is sure. not surprising. That's not surprising <laughs> at all. Yeah. Well, Alan, we appreciate you coming on with us. Thank you so much for being here for this episode. And uh, we look forward to, uh, to more Cookie. Me too. We look forward to more of your monsters. We'll, we will definitely be uh, watching your career and checking yeah, you out. Thank you. Checking out all your monster movies. Uh, where can people go if they want to keep track of you, keep track of what you're doing and where you're at? Where can they go to find information? Uh, go to alanmaxson.com or monstermaxson.com or creatureactor.com. They all go to the same place. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Um, just search my name, Monster Maxson, Alan Maxson. It'll appear up. Also, if you like Cookie, uh, Cook Christmas the Cookie has all of the same social medias. Just give it a search. You'll find it. Nice. And all of these links will be on our website. So if you, uh, if you, didn't, if you didn't quite catch it or you want to just go to our website, you can click on it and you'll take you right to Cookie, Cookie's Twitter account, Cookie's Facebook, Alan's Facebook, all of that good stuff. You'll get all of it uh, if you go to our website, Off the Rails Podcast. 
com. So I think that's it. Yep. I think we've said it all. Oh, it's been a fun episode. It's been yeah. a great yeah, episode. It's been a blast. It's been Thank a you. a really good episode. Glad to have been here. Um, I'm kind of drunk after a few years <laughs> I've been drinking. Now so you're going to go watch sober. Cookie, huh? I'm going to go. And I think it'll be a better movie when I watch it. Because so I watched it sober, which was probably that a was your That yeah. was your mistake. That would be my. Yeah. That would be a pro tip. A Nintendo pro tip for you all. When yeah. you watch Cookie. Be drunk. Be drunk or smoke a joint. And have friends and, around. And have friends around. Yeah, don't watch it alone. As soon as my kids listen, they're going to be like, I want to watch a movie. And go, I've got it. <laughs> copy here, here you, you go. go there it is exactly uh so um as always you can uh, check us out on youtube we have a youtube channel we don't have a lot of videos up there we need to get more videos we'll but we do out. have a classic video of bubba talking to gaylord gaylord uh uh Gaydoff Hitler. Hitler. We have a, Hitler. We have our favorite of, of Bubba talking to Gaydoff Hitler. And the Rainbow the pro Right. The pro-wrestler and the Rainbow yeah. Right, yes. Right. So we have that video up there. And Andrea the Giant. So if you haven't seen that, Alan, you should go check I'm it out. Going it tonight. is a great video. Going tonight. Um, tell your friends, again, to rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us out. We appreciate it. And subscribe when you're there. Uh, you know what? I always say it. You don't have to listen to our podcast. I, I really don't care if you listen. They should, But though. subscribe and download our podcast. Yeah. And then you just delete it, and we still That's get the number. That's all that matters. The download is all that matters. If you don't listen, I don't care. But, I mean, I hope you listen. But if you don't, I don't care. Same with Cookie. Stream it and Stream walk, it. Away. Just walk away. Hit I don't play care. And walk let away. your pets watch it. <laughs> yeah, let, you know, let him make some money. Um, we'll have Alan back again because I've got more questions, but we, we've running out of time here. So uh, follow us on Twitter, at Off The Rails Pod. Uh, like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page there as well. And as always, if you want your questions answered, or if you have any comments or anything else you want to get in touch with us, you can always reach us at otrpod at gmail.com. Mailbag. That's right. We're always looking for mailbag. Yes. Always. Thanks for listening, Ben. Yeah, Ben from West Covina. Susan from Manitoba. Susan from Manitoba. (laughs) Yes, she's chimed in. They've all chimed in from all over the United States. Right, Bubba? Correct. Yes. Uh, We've got got a lot of fun stuff coming up. We've got the drunk show coming up. So be looking on, be on the lookout for that. We also have the boobas. Yes. It's that time of year, Bubba. Delightful uh, program. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Enjoys. It'll be interesting to see how many nominations Christmas with Cookie gets. Whoa. I think the drug show could be a roundtable. Maybe we have Alan back for that. We, too. Well, ah. you know, depending on how many nominations, the uh, maybe we get Bloodsucker Jones in there. Oh, well, well, you know, you Party. never know. The boobas, the boobas are coming. So uh, <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Uh, as always, head to offthrillspodcast.com. Get all the links, information, everything you need to know. It's all there. Uh, that's it. I think I got. I think that's it. Anything else? Fuck you, Brian. Oh, yes, fuck you, Brian. Of course, yes, of course. always. Never forget. Never, never forget. Very, very important. Very, very, very huge. Well, I told him I loved him one show, and he got mad, so he said, "Keep saying fuck you." Fuck, so, yeah, he fuck likes you, that. Brian. Yes, he likes yeah. that. Okay. But I love you, Brian. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> all right. Well, so for Bubba, for nope. Sean, for Alan, for Cookie, for Noah, for me. For the two brother and sister that like to use lube. For Sucker Jones. For Blood Sucker Jones. For all of you. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on the drunk episode. Until then, we have gone off the rails. This song don't give a damn. If the rhymes don't fit with the DJ, quit. This song don't give a damn. You can't sing or dance to it. Can't romance to it. This song ain't arrogant. If you don't try and buy it. Or if your radio denies it. Don't care about what, who got, what's cool on TV. What spots hot, I forgot I ain't mad at evolution But I stand for revolution Get up, enough is enough Somebody
damn thing. Not the brand name, by the way, your champagne. Not where you land your private airplane. How many blood diamonds shining in that chain? How much compromise is tied to that fame? How many more times we gotta hear that lame line? I'm inspiring them to do what? Roll better weed and get higher than them. Feed the needy, greedy ass fire in them. Be the same damn dog with the finer women. They gon' tell me that I'm preaching to the choir in them. Showed it right, but I'm trying to light a fire in them. Cause I was raised by the enemy. Ever since then, that's been my identity. So I'm trying to give back what was given me. Truthful delivery is my tendency. You throw the spirit up in my energy. Bottom of my feet is something that you'll never see. That's cause I'm standing, singing the anthem. Fist on my hand, and the list of demands. When they hear this, might piss in their pants. Try to get the children not to listen to the man. But the mighty P.E. is what birthed I live. So what you think gon' come after me? So this movie Freaks is actual freak show freaks, and it's directed by the guy. This is the, uh, the gibble gobble gibble gobble. <laughs> one of us, one of us. We accept you. You've seen that? Uh, no, I haven't. Right. But that there's our there's throw, our there it is. there's our there's our Easter egg for the <laughs> throw, episode right throw there. That, Just that. <laughs> throw that in your Google machine and watch that sequence. It is fucking chilling. Awesome.